Good, good evening, lads. <laughs> good evening, everyone. Good evening for us. Let me let me spin in my chair and pet my cat for a second. <laughs> Your cat's there with you. But so, actually, no, he's easy. left. Yeah, I'm giving oh, him. I'm giving. <laughs> I'm waiting 10 seconds for him to start banging on the door to try and come in again. Yeah. <laughs> because he's an asshole. Mm. But I don't have a cat to pet. Oh. <laughs> I don't even have a pet. This is a pet. I, I have Coco, but he doesn't like sitting in laps if you're on a chair. He just likes it when you're on a bed. Mm. Coco's also like a dog, and don't dogs just like not sit in laps? Isn't that like a thing? No, there's lap dogs. Coco will sit in your lap if you're like on the couch or he'll cuddle up with you if you're on a bed but if you're like on a chair he won't jump up gotcha because gotcha. he's too fat well so welcome to the podcast <laughs> welcome to the podcast <laughs> what a great what welcome to the podcast what are we everyone? talking about today uh, right? surprisingly we're not talking about pets we are yeah right talking uh, about so uh this is, this is your podcast i should let you talk yeah <laughs> <laughs> thanks thanks kelly uh, yeah you're um, welcome so uh we have uh two new people today on the podcast because i decided decided um i'm not gonna wait for setsu or anybody else so i got uh kelly and laura with me today hello hi i'm kelly i'm laura and of course i am <laughs> <laughs> And of course, I am Duo. Um, so before we get into the topic for today, I have a little, uh, my little, what the fuck was I calling this thing again? Weep Weekly? I don't know. Um, my Weep. little new segment. Yeah, I came up with like a really dumb name for it, and then I can't remember every single time I record what it's called. So I think it's Weeb Weekly, but I don't know. Uh oh, that's not dumb. That's Let's cute. It on your forehead. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> like backwards so you can read in the mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so to start off, we're going to go with some older news because it's been a couple weeks since I've recorded. So we're going to start off with, uh, Cyberpunk is going to be getting an anime in 2022. Mm. It's going to be made by Studio Trigger, which is really exciting. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Excited for that. Yeah. Uh, one of my absolute favorite fucking pieces of news is that The World Ends With You is finally getting some new content. We're getting an anime, lads. Do you know how yeah. long? Yeah. I have waited so long for this game to get something new, and I'm so happy it's getting an anime. Like, holy shit. It's been so long. I haven't even played the game yet, but oh my gosh. I am I was surprised with the anime announcement, but I'm excited. It looks cool. Yeah. I Yeah, it, it's one of those things where it's just like, when they when they ported it to the Switch, I was just like, please, please, for the love of God, give me something new, please. <laughs> Two voice actors end up uh, getting married not too long ago. I think it was like sometime last week. You have uh, Kensho Ono and... Uh, Kana Hanazawa. Uh, if you don't know who those are, uh, Kensho is known pretty much for a couple different roles, but roles that he's done. But his main two are uh, Kuroko from Kuroko's No Basketball and mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Jirono from JoJo's. And then for Hanazawa, she's known mostly as Tashibana from Angel Beats and Moriyama from Blue Exorcist. So wow, they recently, yeah, they recently just got married. Aww. Congrats all around. There is going to be a life-size Gundam statue that's going to be put in Shanghai either later this year or the beginning what? of next year. Yeah, what? it's going to be 59 feet tall. <gasps> oh my it god. Is, it's a life-size scale-to-scale Gundam is what it's supposed to be. Um, that's awesome, actually. That's really awesome. 
Yeah, they said it's supposed to, like, light up and make noise and shit, too, so I'm just like, oh my god. It's just a giant action figure. I'm so excited. It's like that one item in Animal Crossing, the giant robot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. I was just thinking of that. <laughs> uh, Ascendance of a Bookworm is confirmed for its third season. And okay. on top of Haikyuu's second half of season four is going to be, an, uh, they announced that it's going to debut sometime this October. Speaking and, of Haikyuu, yeah. like, do that, talk about that really quick. And the last chapter is coming up next week. So yep. it is ending officially. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's officially going to put out its last chapter July 20th, which was also yeah. in my notes. So wow. thank you for transition, yeah. Kelly, because that was oh, going to be the next welcome. thing. <laughs> but, it's yeah. just surreal to think about. Yeah, it's actually after yeah. what, like nine years? The manga started in 2011, oh, I, right? Uh, I want to say it was later than that, but what? I am not quite sure. Definitely I can look it up real quick. Maybe, maybe uh, it was sooner than that. 2012. So you were 2012. Close. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, so it's been like, yeah, going on eight years that that mm. manga's been going, which is crazy to think about. Yeah. And finally, uh, to transition to the topic of today's podcast, uh, the New York Times put out that My Hero was ranked number four on their best-selling graphic novel books. Woo! For the like uh, for the the first half of 2020. All right. Good on them. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's all I got going because I didn't look at what else was on the list. I just saw the My Hero bit and I'm just like, yo, that fucking works. <laughs> Perfect transition. Perfect like that, transition. Uh, um... uh, if you can't tell, because we got completely sidetracked in the last like 10 minutes, but uh, this is a all spoiler podcast episode specifically talking about My Hero. So it's going to be going over everything in the anime on top of everything that's going to be happening in the manga because all three of us are caught up with the manga and dear fucking lord i need it's a been, shot <laughs> huge a spoiler yeah. alert warning huge, huge up spoiler alert for this if, whole thing if you have not yeah. been if you if you aren't caught up with anything in the manga or if you're not caught up with the anime just just skip this whole episode like it is this is all we're talking about <laughs> Literally Skip this whole episode and use your time to catch up. Yeah, like... use your time to catch up, and then you can come back yeah. and listen to this. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. Suffer with us. What was that? Come back and suffer with us. Exactly. Right. Yes. Yeah. Then you can come <laughs> back and suffer like a week later as we're all crying. We're probably still going to be crying in a week. Let's be real. Yeah. I'm right now. Kind of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't okay. I just start crying. Oh no 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 no. Dude, when I think like, of Isaiah, I, I also because I wear sunglasses and a mask. <laughs> Can't Can we just like talk about Aizawa for a second, dude? And oh my god, I'm so worried about him. I am. I I'm am also too. like, okay. So here's the thing that I'm very, very much concerned about is that like, I understand with the the current arc with like the the fight that's happening right now between Midoriya and Shigaraki. Like it's it's a real big deal. Like this, I don't know if this is an ending point for the manga. I don't think it is, but it's like a a giant arc ending is essentially what we're getting with this mm-hmm. but yeah. my god can we please give aizawa a break for like 10 fucking minutes <laughs> can we, like, like this guy has a break he's gone through so much and he's only in his 30s i'm like please like yeah. this guy has lost <laughs> so many people has had to deal with so much stuff on his own was homeless at one point and had basically no one to rely on. And now he's got, like, a whole, like, classroom for, full of children that he's basically adopted. No one can tell me otherwise. Yeah. He's adopted mm-hmm. all of them. 
Um, except for Mineta. of children. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Like, disclaimer: I I don't think we should even talk about Mineta. He doesn't exist. Yeah. No. No. We, <laughs> okay. Great. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We replaced the ugly purple with the good purple. With the better purple, yes. which I think we'll get to later. We will we'll get to <laughs> yes. it later. Yes, I can't wait for that because I think that's a new arc. I think it's leading up to like the end of their first year. Yeah, that's yes. where I feel like this yes. is going, and it's going to launch into second year. Because is mm -hmm. this like in the middle of the school year? Is this like in the middle of summer? I, um, I it's, it's this just feel like some months in the same like kind Let's of. See. I know that hours. Christmas we passed Christmas already. I was gonna say okay. I believe this is taking place like early to mid spring. I think is where the current arc yes. is at right now because okay. they're doing a lot of like wrapping up quote unquote for the end of the school year kind of stuff, and they were going through right. like yeah because we we just gone through Christmas break. And now they're going through, like, they were doing a bunch of tests and classes and stuff like that. So I think they're, like, mm -hmm. halfway through, like, their last semester of school for that okay. year. I think yeah. is where it's supposed to be in the timeline. Which is, right. everything that's happened, it, that was a year. That was one school year. <laughs> <laughs> everything oh, that's happened God. so far. 200 and something, 78, what is it? 277 chapters of just one school year? Yeah. I'm just like, well, what the fuck? Like, the first however many chapters that it was leading up to the school year. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say roughly like probably like two, 250 or is just for the school year, I would say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Something yeah. like that. But, oh my God, it's just fucking crazy. Because if you, if you think about it, like in just the one school year, they've had to face off against the League of Villains, what, like seven times now? Easily. Like, Easily. At, like, seven different times. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, what? It's <laughs> Class 1A is just like a magnet for disaster. They really are. They're just a, such a huge, like, disaster magnet. And here's the thing that's crazy. Like, it's not even just Midoriya. Like, it's mm -hmm. honestly not. Yeah. It's, it's all of them. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's all right? of them. It's Kirishima. It's, it's Ida. It's Bakugo. It's um, oh, yeah. Uraraka. Momo, fucking, fucking Todoroki. Oh my god, that's a whole other fucking yeah. poor kid. That's a whole we other. We we're not talking about him yet. I'm assuming. It's. Uh. <laughs> I, I wrote down uh, Todoroki's on, and underneath it, I just wrote oof. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's a lot to unpack there. Yeah, no, dude, fucking Todoroki. That's a whole lot to unpack, especially if you're going off of like any of the fucking Todoroki family theories, because that's even more to yeah. unpack. Because that's yeah. that's big oof. Uh, <laughs> big oof. I relate Hawks to Endeavor a lot. Yeah, yeah. The whole like growing up and like essentially looking up to him, because you have that one part in one of the recent chapters. I can't remember which chapter it was, where he's like got he's got the Endeavor doll and. I don't know. I really, yeah. I relate, I relate Hawks to that whole like Todoroki family drama thing. Well, yeah. it's yeah, it's because it's it's one of those things where, and, and this is one of the reasons why like he's probably one of, if not my favorite pro hero, in the the series currently is the fact that like he looked at Endeavor and like a lot of people think of like you know at the time, which they're not wrong. They only saw him as this like oh he's just like this asshole pro hero, which he is. He's a complete asshole. But, mm -hmm. like, Hawks is, like, the only one that kind of saw, like, a positivity to him. And it was just like, mm -hmm. oh, he's just, he's trying to actually one-up All Might. And he's the only one that's trying to one-up All Might currently. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. that, it's kind of yeah. like that that motivation that people is just like, well, he's actually trying to actively be better than the number one hero. Whereas everybody else is just sort of like, oh, yeah, no, he's the number one. Like, it's it's fine. It's Gucci. We're chill. And Rox right, is just like, nah, man. Like, what the fuck is this? 
<laughs> yeah, he like saw through the whole like shouldering all the problems on one person. Now that All Might is retired, Endeavor can really only step up to the plate because everybody else was just kind of like sitting there thinking All Might would be around forever when, you know, people retire. Yeah. Things happen. Oh, it's just like uh, we all have our problems with Endeavor, but mm-hmm. he. And I don't know if ever he's he's in the middle of a redemption arc right now, and I don't know if I'll ever like really like him and stuff. But he is genuinely trying to like do his own thing, but also like try to like be that symbol that All Might was. And mm-hmm. it is like Hawks does see that, and right. he commends him for it. And I think that's why he looks up to him so much. But. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. It's so it's so hard to talk about Endeavor in like a good light. Yeah, <laughs> knowing yeah. like all like the family drama. So yeah, yeah knowing yeah. everything that he's done, everything that's happened, and seeing like in the middle of the arc where we are now, and he's just trying, like he's trying to reconnect. Like you could see, like he has guilt, but like obviously he understands that forgiveness is not like really an option, especially for like Natsuo. And mm-hmm. I guess to an extent, Todoroki. I th- I don't know if Todoroki will completely forgive him or not. Yeah. Um, I know, like Midoriya was thinking that he would. Um, but I don't know if Todoroki is completely there emotionally, and we are completely building up to that, especially after the internship arc. Um, yeah. Well, it's like a what was it? The the whole thing with Midoriya Bakugo now also interning under Endeavor with Todoroki. It, it's mm-hmm. one of those things where it's giving you a, a view from, like, outside, which I guess you could say the outside would be, like, Midori and Bakugo, seeing that, like, he's actively trying to be better, and he understands that, like, hey, I fucked everything up, and I can't just mm-hmm. earn this forgiveness, like, they have to give it to me, and I just have to either wait till they do or just never get it kind of thing. And like, yeah. cause we, we saw that when he was just like, oh, yeah, like, you guys are gonna move into this new house, and I'm just gonna stay here. And I'm not going to move with you. Like, you guys are going to actively live with your mother. And I'm not going to be involved at all. But I'm still going to financially support you kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. it's just like, okay. Like, there is some character growth going on here. Like, obviously. Yeah. And it just kind of occurred to me. Because you said um, Bakugo and Midoriya are training under him uh, for the internship. It's just like, I don't think he would have trained them as well. Like, 200 chapters ago, you know? Oh, hell no. He Absolutely not. He would have yeah. he would put everything he had into just Todoroki and that's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the fact that he's actively trying to also train these other kids, which I we already know he doesn't like Midoriya. Like straight up we already know that. Like he he does <laughs> not okay. like Midoriya. I don't Midoriya. think Midoriya likes him very much either. Nobody likes yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like maybe Hawks and that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can have the bird boy. He fucked uh, everything else up though. So. Oh my god. Oh no. Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> like so straight up i'm like 50 50 torn i think hawks is gonna die this arc and i don't know how i feel about this like i honestly don't know because here's the thing i feel like there is the possibility that he will live but he's probably going to be rendered like quirkless now because i think his wings are going to be completely fucked up like there's there's yeah. no recovering from yeah. that but right. on, yeah. also on top of that i also feel like with horikoshi I think he's also setting up this possibility of that, like, hey, I might just kill him off just to make the impact that much harder. Because mm-hmm. he, he did his like job. That. You know, he, he did. He, he, he yeah. did the job that he was supposed to do. 
And so it's just like, yeah, we don't need him anymore. And I'm just like, don't, don't do this. Like, he's like 20. Come on. Like, give this guy. Yeah, Yeah, he's like 23, 22 years old. Yeah, I'm just like, don't, don't. It's, it's that TikTok meme where it's just like, don't kill yourself. I might. Don't, don't kill yourself. I might. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's actively what it feels like right now. I'm just like, oh my God. Like, I. Well, Yeah. And then <laughs> on top of that, you also have um, Mirko being, like, she's all mm-hmm. fucked up now, too. Like, yeah. I, she's, like, missing limbs and shit or whatever the oh, hell it yeah. is. And I'm just like, yeah. oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I think, multiple, I think multiple people right now have, like, the death flag. There's um, Hawks, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, Mirko for the, like, li- missing limbs and just, like, she's so fucked up right now. Endeavor, but I don't think they'll kill Endeavor. They're, so. they're, I, 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 I feel like, yeah, yeah, with everything that they've done with the, like, trying to do the character growth, I I would be really fucking shocked if they killed Endeavor yeah. right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. honest to God, like, if they killed him in this arc, I'd be like, that's it? Like, that's, this is his stopping point? Like, really? <laughs> yeah. It would feel like a tap out because of all the things, like, he's been building up to this for at least 100 chapters now. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. At least. And we know that he's, like, genuinely trying to get there. We know, like... It feels like the story is genuinely building up, genuinely building up to that, and it would be a disservice to the story, uh, to the just the Todoroki characters, like all of them. Yeah, that if he just dies in this arc, honestly, like you could show like flashbacks, you could see like his last thoughts, but that won't it won't have like a big impact if he dies. It's it's literally that trope where like a parental figure dies and like the child forgives them. Because yeah. they think like sacrificing themselves is like a good redemption, which it's not really. It's not. It's just uh, an easy way to like, well, or not an easy way, but just a cheap way to write a redemption arc. Well, yes. the, the other thing that I also think too is that like I feel like if he does end up killing Endeavor in this arc, I feel like that would only piss off Todoroki even more. Because then it's like, because no, because think about it, because he's, he's actively like watching his dad because his dad basically has, is at this point where he's just like, I'm going to prove that I can be better. And I'm going to prove that I'm the number one hero and I want to make my family proud of me. Because that's his whole thing, right? Is like, he wants his kids to actively be proud of him now yeah, after right. fucking up their entire childhoods. So it, I feel like if he were to die in this arc, even if it was one of those like sacrificial bullshit kind of things. Like, I feel like Todoroki would just get so angry because it's just like, that's it? Like, you were supposed to do this whole thing and you're giving up now? Like, this yeah. like this is where you're stopping. And I don't think, I, I still don't think that this would be the point that Todoroki would forgive him. I honestly don't. Right. Like, yeah, no, there's definitely a lot more build up there. Yeah, there, I, like, like I feel like it's it's still too early with Todoroki to have this as like a forg- like a redemption forgiveness sort of thing because yeah. as far as yeah. I'm aware of, the only one who's actively like trying to make things better with Endeavor is Fuyumi. Mm-hmm. She's she's like the only Todoroki sibling that's actively just kind of like okay, well he's trying, so right. let's try to go this place forward. And we all yeah. know Natsuo just doesn't give two flying fucks about Endeavor. Right. Yeah. Well, Natsuo is just upset probably on Todoroki's behalf, on Shoto's behalf, too. Yeah. So he, he is. is. Yeah. He's, he's and Toya's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and Toya. Oh, you mean Dobby? 
<laughs> Listen. Oh, you mean Listen. black text? You mean black bubble text? <laughs> I'd said in the chat, but this is an audio podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's our emote. Yeah, we, we have a, a, a Discord server set up to where it's just the three of us talking about My Hero, and we have emotes in it, and one of the emotes in the Discord server is just the black bubble, like, blackout bubble that was from the manga where Dobby, like, we're assuming he said who he is. We actually don't know what it was that he said. Like, because, uh, but this, I mean- This theory kills me. It just, it's like, it's it feels so dragged out at this point. Like, it's- yeah. It, feels basically like a confirmation but it's like it's just it's right there it's got it's spread. right there it's real oh right my there. god i did see something that i thought was really cool was that um somebody had this theory where the only way that we actually get confirmation about dobby being related to them is not through dobby or from endeavor but through shoto where it's if he gets angry enough people are just like technically if fire gets hotter it does change colors so what if he just gets pissed off enough to where his fire just turns blue because that is the Ooh. next stage after like when fire gets hotter it goes from like orange and it does transition into blue if it gets hotter. that is a very interesting theory i don't know yeah. if um he'd be the one to see it first but i feel Mid midoriya is so smart and just so observant he would just right. be like wait a second yeah something's mm -hmm. up well, yeah, it's I, I'm 100%. If anyone would figure it out, it probably will be Midoriya. 100%. So he's just walking around pissed this entire time. He's just constantly on edge. He's constantly angry. Well, it's, <laughs> the, the thing that I think is interesting is that, uh, to, to tie it back into the theory I was reading, it's that, like, the reason why Dobby's fire might be blue and why he is the way that he is is because if he is similar to Endeavor toward the fact that, like, he can't, he, he literally, his body has a heat limit. So if he puts out too much, like mm. the the heat from his fire and from the flames and stuff like that, will eventually cook him alive. Right, so right, right. The right. thing that I saw was just like, what if he looks the way that he is because he's literally burning up from the inside out, and so like his yeah. fire is constantly blue because he can't cool it down. Like there's no way for him to to make it go lower. It just only continues to get hotter and hotter and hotter because. Uh, He's he's similar to Endeavor in that fact that like he it only goes hotter, which is why the whole thing with him like marrying to fight marrying somebody who has like the ice quirk and everything to have kids to to try right. and balance it out. So that's why it's like it would explain why he has like such a thing against Endeavor. It would explain why, you know, he looks the way that he is, because if his skin is super burnt and like literally stapled together, you know, he's, he's literally falling apart. He's literally getting cooked from the inside out by yeah. his own quirk yeah. and that's just like holy shit like that is terrifying like that is a hundred percent that's scary as shit can you imagine literally oh, like getting cooked alive so painful <laughs> yeah i'm like that has to be so painful and he's still doing all the fucking like vanguard bullshit and i'm just like oh my god like that's that takes a lot of energy to get, you know, cooked from the inside out and still be, like, throwing up burning buildings and attacking right. heroes and shit like that. Yeah, right. and it just makes me wonder how much of a limit he has because uh, didn't, like, some manga panels just, like, show him, like, falling apart more, like, bleeding and blah, 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 blah. Uh, I thought I there was a panel that showed him bleeding from his cheek after using fire and stuff like that. There so. there have been hints and stuff here and there. Like, people have 
been going through like the past couple chapters and they've been like noticing that there will be either random cuts or he'd have like blood or what it, it looks like he's injured but people are just like that doesn't make any sense because he didn't get like hit or anything in this fight or nobody like cut him or anything so where did this cut come from but yeah. as far as i know of there hasn't been any like full-on confirmation like th- this whole thing is just fan theory right now which is why <laughs> i'm just true. like it it makes a lot of sense but with everything so far that we've been given about dobby like we we have no idea it, it, it could honestly be anything with him it could yeah it kind of makes me excited to get done with this arc even though i am curious to see how this arc is going to play out but mm-hmm. i i kind of miss the Todoroki Todoroki drama Todoroki yeah. family drama yeah. and cuz i feel like this time we'll finally get like something else you know and that something else yeah. might be Dobby from like his black text box or that's, whatever that's so why I, that's kind of why i want hawks to live cuz that's why mm-hmm. i think he will i think he might i don't know if he will say something about Dobby but like obviously now he knows something yeah um that the audience doesn't know that probably nobody else knows and there hasn't been like a huge spotlight on Todoroki so I don't think Endeavor will die so I think there's definitely going to be some sort of Hawks and Endeavor like reunion somewhere down the line probably that's just an observation but I mean it could really just go anywhere at this point I (laughs) sincerely do not know what's going to happen next and I'm (laughs) I don't think anyone does like literally like the the whole thing with shigaraki and and everything with the league of villains right now i don't think a single person has any idea where the story is going like people can like guess and stuff like that but also it's like you know with with how everything is going on with shigaraki and the league of villains right now like it we could literally be going in any fucking direction and nobody yeah. has any idea oh yeah yeah like like between the nomus between toga between um oh god toga there's a whole can of worms that I can open up because yeah. that's my girl right there. Um, <laughs> with twice being dead, with oh twice, um, yeah. Um, Dude, like, can we can we just like like I feel so bad for twice. Like mm-hmm, it's yeah. it's one of those things where it's just like because he he actively thought that Endeavor or not Endeavor that that Hawks was his friend and then like everything yeah. like he constantly gets like backstabbed and gets shit thrown under the bus because like he gets thrown under the bus for other people all the time and i'm just like oh god twice like and on top of that you have all of your like shit that like you don't even know if you're the real person like you don't even know if you're the original anymore and i'm just like oh my god twice like i he's just sad his story's just so sad sad. i um i've said this before twice was like one of the only league of villain characters who i really wanted like a redemption arc yeah. yeah, I agree. No, and I feel like he is the best one for a redemption arc because this yeah. I, everyone likes him. Like, he's a good guy, yeah. but even though he's a villain, he's just a fun character. Or, like, a fun quirk, I should say. Not a character, but... Yeah. And he... they just, like, kill him. It's just... What? Well, it's... Yeah. It, it's one of those things where it's just, like, because we... They, they wanted to give the League of Villains, like, a reason for it. And I, I think the League of Villains was under the same mindset that, like, if any... Like, even if this all goes south, even if they end up failing, the one person who most likely would be able to recover from this was Twice. And I think the League kind of had that idea already in their mind. Like, hey, if the rest of us go down, even if only a handful of us succeed, at least, like, Twice, you know, if he succeeds, he might have a chance to, like 
get that redemption or he might get be able to like recover from this kind of thing because it you know you see that through like toga and you saw that through like all the other the league members and then yeah. like i think him dying definitely made it to where it's like it, it, it gave the league that much more of a like a punch in the gut where it's just like because yeah. to, the, to them yeah. this only confirms their idea that like oh like fuck the heroes because look look right. what they just did <laughs> yeah they killed yeah, this they good guy that didn't deserve that yeah because right. yeah hawks being the one to kill him like is also like a big thing yeah. yeah that was that was huge i remember um aaron it was not very happy at hawks for a while after that oh no yeah. i i wasn't happy at hawks because i'm just like <laughs> i'm yeah. like i i was 100 percent expecting him to just like either knock him out or to just like emotionally tear him down and it's just like no you just straight up killed him like mm -hmm. yeah oh my god i didn't believe it for a few weeks <laughs> i'm like I I refuse. Yeah, <laughs> i'm like he'll yeah. be fine he'll come back yeah. it's fine there's like one clone still existing somewhere <laughs> somewhere yeah this whole thing with twice um dying is why i think toga is also has a death flag on her as much as i hate to believe it i feel like she's on a suicide mission now oh yeah no, oh she's yeah. 100 yeah. percent on a suicide yeah. mission translation christ oh my god i love her so much she like i all What's oh, that? sorry, sorry. You go, you go. You love Toga so much, so <laughs> you should speak. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, it, I almost want her to have a redemption arc, just because, like, from what she's been through, what she's grown up with, what she's kind of essentially made for herself, she grew up in counseling, because with a quirk like hers, where you have to drink other people's blood to essentially activate your quirk, that, that doesn't lead to some... That, that's not a good mixture with someone with her personality, like big adoration, um, just just someone who wants, who is like really happy all the time. Like it's yeah. just like bloody stabby urges. And I feel like in counseling, she never really got a way to deal with that. They just kind of taught her how to suppress that. And so she kind of had to suppress that and just pretty much throughout her life, you know, when she snapped, she essentially snapped. You can't. She's been treated like a demon for something that she couldn't help, really. Yeah, yeah. And she was never taught how to like actually deal with that. And so, I mean, I would snap too, honestly, well, if I was taught to hide a part of myself like that I can't really control too well. I would just go berserk one day. And I think no one really saw past that, and no one really helped her. And that's what kind of led her on the road she is now. Well, mm -hmm. that, that that's that whole thing where it's like, and, and they were explaining that like in the manga, where it's just like yeah. she. The, the urge to drink blood is because of her quirk. Like, she yeah. she can't do anything about that. Like, it, it's right, just exactly. how her quirk functions. It's like she has to actively, like, she, it, it's almost kind of like, I've seen people um, compare it to where it's just like the, the trait that people sometimes give to, like, vampires. Where it's yeah, just sort of like yeah. they, you know, it's just an urge that ties into what they are. And in this case, it's tied to her quirk. So if she just didn't have the quirk, but at the same time, you can't take the quirk away from her because that's what, that's a part of her. That's what makes her yeah. that character. So it's one yeah. of those things where it's like, you, she she can't do anything about it. She can't just change exactly. how her quirk functions. Yeah, You can't essentially hide that. Like, it's not something like... If it's a part of you, that's hard to hide. You're essentially just like acting like oh, you have a mask on. Yeah. And there's really no way to go about that. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how they could have counseled her better. Better, but yeah, no. Like teaching her how to suppress that and just keep a mask on to be normal. And then when she then being demonized isn't like the first thing that people should jump on. Like I said, I think twice was 
one of the only people that she could really fully trust and could fully accept her and not see her as that kind of demon. And that's why she's now on a suicide mission. It took me a really long time to actually warm up to Toya because she came... Well, like, when she was first introduced, she was just kind of, like, the weird, like, schoolgirl character who drank blood and, like, had knives. I'm like, okay, I've seen this yeah. character a billion times, you know? Yeah. But, like, they really developed her pretty well and yeah. i think she has a lot of potential and yes. i'm really excited and kind of scared to see like what she's gonna do yeah um, especially now mm-hmm. oh yeah Expe- especially with this whole fucking so fight cute. happening like he she especially uh the whole thing where you find out now that like she kind of can use other people's quirks too while yeah while she's while she's, she's dressed up as them i'm just like yeah, do that, you know that's how huge. that's terrifying like she's so powerful she, yeah. Yeah, like if she if she's on a suicide mission, you know, if, if her emotions, if she's just completely like does not give a fuck anymore, just lets emotions run right. high, that could probably like it, there's a high chance that that's going to influence that ability that she now has, where it's just like, oh, I can use this quirk that you know, if I take other people's blood and I dress up as them, I can also use their quirk too. Can you imagine <laughs> what she would do with some of the quirks that she would get if she dressed up as other people? Like she would go yeah. fucking like she could destroy everything even more than Shigaraki has already done. Right. It makes me wonder how powerful she would have become if she got that proper like hero training you know oh yeah right like if she had someone to teach her and how to like use her quirk and blah, blah 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 instead of adults telling her that she needs to like suppress it like can you imagine how powerful she would be like at that age if people like helped her well that was what was it that was the whole thing that like stain was talking about because yeah. stain also was in like this thing where he was getting judged heavily too because his quirk also relies on blood yeah. and like yeah, yeah, he but... he was basically I don't think he was demonized, but he was definitely, like, shunned by people because right. his quirk just, it paralyzes the people that he tastes the blood of. And so right. he, he was also in that, like, same bow feel where it's just like, dude, like, if he had gotten the proper training and the proper support, can you imagine how effective that would have been from, like, a hero standpoint of being able yeah. to, like, freeze villains and, like, stop mm-hmm. them? Like, he could have been such a, like, really powerful hero really um, good yeah. like a that's like ingredients for like an underground hero right there yeah mm-hmm. and, and that, that that whole thing involving him and then you know instead of getting that support and getting that training that proper help that he should have gotten like we, we don't know a shit ton about stain but he you could mm-hmm. tell like based off of what he's told us and what we know of him that like he did not get what he needed and he ended right. up becoming the the hero killer. I like that whole aspect of like showing how the world that they live in kind of like essentially fail these characters i think that really gives a lot of depth to this world that these characters live in yeah it kind of just like makes it a little realistic a bit yeah, yeah. Like with the quirk discrimination quirk discrimination right and all that yeah. well it's like yeah. uh one of the things that i see in the fandom and i see in the like people who are big fans of my hero is that like there there are certain characters that are like a hair or two away to have fallen into basically the same category as the League of Villains. Yeah. Like, Shinso could have easily fallen into a thing of villains if he wasn't oh, so yeah, hell-bent yeah. on proving yeah, that he was a hero. Yeah, that's his whole arc, baby. And then, yeah. like, the like, the whole, the other thing that I see, too, is that people are just like, can you imagine if Midoriya had just, like, completely given up the the type of brain and the way that he observe, like observes everything? Do you know how dangerous he would have been against the yeah. heroes? Yeah. Even yeah. if he didn't have a quirk? Like, if he stayed quirkless, he 
he would literally be a threat because he's smart as shit. And he knows people's weaknesses and he knows how, like, their fighting styles and stuff like that. And that what gives him the upper hand, not necessarily the quirk. And I'm just like, God, that would be so scary to, like, think about. Deku on the wrong side. There's so many AUs out there. There are. Yeah. (laughs) So many. (laughs) There there are so many. But at the same time, it's just like, yo, you know, in in another world, it could could have happened. Yeah. It, It could have easily happened. And you know what? A hundred percent, Bakugo would have felt like it was his fault. A hundred percent. Oh yeah, totally. He, he would a hundred percent taken so all the blame guilty. for that. Yeah. He blames himself for everything, even though he thinks he doesn't. It's just, yeah. it's all there. God, my, my stupid son. God, <laughs> you stupid so idiot. Stupid, headstrong, stubborn idiot. God, I want to punch him in the face. Why is he so ugly? Why is he so ugly? <laughs> <laughs> why is he both so ugly and one of the most handsome boys i don't understand he can do it all <laughs> he can do it all, do it all. <laughs> he's the whole package i feel like they accentuate like how much how distorted his face is in the anime i feel like in the manga he doesn't have that but, like bad of facial expressions they yeah just, <laughs> they just throw him with teeth <laughs> <laughs> like one of my favorite things is people will be like you know what's funny to think about is the fact that not only do both of his parents work in the fashion industry but he modeled for them at some point in his childhood i'm like this kid's a child model and he looks like that what? <laughs> i hate this kid i hate this kid I, i'm gonna fight him i'm gonna lose but yeah no, no he's gonna he's gonna 100 percent uh, kick my own ass and i'm gonna be proud of him for doing it but i'm still gonna fight his ass <laughs> Yeah. My god. I'm just gonna kill him with kindness. Kill him with kindness? <laughs> Dude, that's <laughs> what the Baka Squad is doing. They're on their way. Yeah, that's the only way to get through to him, I guess. Fuck They're gonna be, like, overly nice to him, because I feel like not a lot of people were, like, overly nice to him. They're just kind of be, like, praising him. Yeah. I don't know. I got kindness really yo, kinda... yo, you want to get into yeah. Bakugo's psychology and, and how his <laughs> how his childhood <laughs> affected him mentally? Bakugo section. <laughs> Welcome to the Bakugo <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh wait hold on i did write bakugo on my notes and underneath it i wrote double oof double <laughs> dude oh, oh my god the host so we there's inevitably a bakugo section on this fucking podcast oh, of course of look course. i just i i i relate to this kid so badly because yeah, okay, he, here's here's the thing let me let me give you the rundown right is that okay. this this kid has gone his entire childhood with expectations basically on his shoulders. His entire fucking childhood. His parents, you know, based from from when he started, like, showing a personality and talking like that, they knew that, like, oh, he's going to be this, like, super independent kid. So he didn't really get the whole nurturing support that he needed from the two of them. Because, like, they love him, but at the same time, they also kind of fucked him over in that thought, like, that part of, hey, I need somebody to help raise me because... I'm, you know, six. And they're just like, nah, you're fine, kind of shit. And then (laughs) after he developed his quirk and, you know, he was this self-confident little asshole of a child and that ended up getting him this, like, these expectations and this personality basically put onto him. Because, yeah, like, he's six years old. He was super cocky, but so was every other fucking kid that's six and realized they can do cool shit. Like, can yeah, you imagine yeah. if you were six and you got this, like, extremely powerful, like, ability that you do? You would also be cocky as hell. That's oh, hell yeah, of like, course. It yeah. just makes sense. And going from that to into middle school, where he, he basically has a super inflated ego, 
But it's also, like, he can't rely on anyone. Like, he can't rely on other students. He can't rely on teachers because they all have these expectations and they all have this, like, idea of who he's supposed to be. So he's just now, like, subconsciously filling in this role of just, like, oh, yeah, of course I'm the best. Like, you know, why wouldn't I be the best? Everyone around me, like, has told me I was going to be the best that I can be. So, of course, that's just how I'm going to act and treat people, except for Midoriya. Midoriya was the only one who's just like, hey, you're kind of a person and I want to relate to you. And he's just like, what the fuck? I don't know how to handle this. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to threaten to like push you out a window and shit like that. Because he's also emotionally stunted going back to the fact that like he never got proper nurturing from his parents. And then you get into the UA shit and everything involving like him getting kidnapped and how it's just like, you know, he doesn't know what to do with himself because for the first time ever, he's not the best one. He's on par with everyone in the class, give or take, you know, right. a couple people. And I'm just like, you you, you literally are at this emotional standpoint because you don't, nobody ever taught you how to properly understand your own emotions and you don't know what to do with yourself because you always had people giving you like, hey, you should be the best. And now that you're not the best, you don't know what to do with yourself and you're emotionally stunted. And my God, I'm just <laughs> like, I, I'm basically projecting onto this child, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I totally like, like we've been friends for how many years yeah I could totally see it like I get where you're coming from when you say relate to him yeah it's just like like I I just feel so bad for this character even though he's an asshole and he's ugly as hell and I just <laughs> please for the love of god just be nice to your your like six friends that you have like <laughs> please be nice please be we nice we are getting there we are, we, getting are getting there. There. we are getting there. Kirishima is breaking so many walls, and I appreciate him so much. Like best boy, son. best boy Kirishima. He's such he's such a fucking like he is probably one of the best things to happen to Bakugo in his like oh, entire yeah. life. Definitely. Oh, like and <laughs> I I respect that. Like even before I knew a lot about Kirishima, I respected the fact that he was going to be his best friend. I felt bad mm-hmm. for Midoriya, but also I'm just like, listen, he needs a Kirishima. He needs. Yeah. Whatever this kid is, he needs it. <laughs> like, so badly. Pure sunshine. Pure sunshine. That little boy is just pure sunshine. He is. But, yeah, Bakugo's great. I understand if people don't like him a lot. Oh, yeah. But it's just like, I feel like a lot of it has to do with him not giving uh, Midoriya a proper apology, which I totally get. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like he should apologize. I feel like he yeah. feels like he should apologize. I don't think... Midoriya feels like he should apologize, you know? I feel like Midoriya would be like, no, 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 I don't need it, but Bakugo's yeah. be like, no, no, let me... Bakugo I... feels guilty about it, even though he probably doesn't show it as oh, much. Yeah. 100%. But, and there's always, like, a part of me like, oh, I really enjoy Bakugo now, like, yeah. compared to, like, the first season when we saw him, but I'm also like, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, what Bakugo did to this kid and what Bakugo right. said to this kid, and it's just like, I feel like we need that like proper apology oh yeah i think that's where we're kind of heading with this whole oh yeah oh yeah yeah there's definitely sort of like resolution with the two of them like it's going to come and it's inevitable at this point bakugo it jumped in on his own will to go and help midoriya because he realized he was the only one that understood like exactly what was happening in that moment yeah yeah like besides like all my but Bakugo at this point has fully accepted the fact that like whatever it is that he's supposed to be doing in this entire role, it's it's like he he realized he has this position where 
no matter what happens, Midoriya is going to have to face off against this guy. And he's one of the few handful of people that know what's going on. Dude, you uh, know I I haven't seen and I really want to see? I want to see people cosplay as Jiro's parents so badly. Oh, just because her her parents seem like such cool fucking people. Like yeah, they are so cool. Wait, what? There's they're cool people. I really do want to see more of them, and I I just want to see more of the lady characters in general. Oh, just, oh yeah, just general totally. Girl. Like not they... lady. <laughs> Yeah, Mount no, I, I want to see more Mount Lady. I want to see more, like, I, even the girls in 1A. Like, I want to see more shit involving, like, Mina and Uraraka and... I, I think about this all the time because I like to call it... Okay, I like to call it the Naruto effect. Yeah. Where okay. Naruto has a ton of, like, different, unique ladies with like cool powers and blah 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 they don't do anything they maybe do one cool thing in the entire show and like that's it and then right. in the end they're married off and have kids yeah that's it. So, and i am so worried that binha is gonna get the naruto effect where me too they're just gonna do one thing and then last chapter you'll see them just like have kids and the kid will probably be like a son you know of course yeah of course, right. it is just so it's just so frustrating because these like girls they just deserve they deserve the they so much. Honestly, yeah, I just want good things for ya Yaro. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, Yorozu. Momo. <laughs> but uh, no, because he's here's here's the thing that I'm always worried about, and it it comes with the fact that, and I hate to say it because, but it happens in so many animes so often, is the fact that Uraraka is the main girl lead. And yeah. she's she's only gonna become Midori's love interest, which I fucking hate yeah. because she yeah. has so much fucking cool potential. Like the whole like everything with the sports festival, like her going up against yeah. Bakugo, like that was exactly. badass. That was oh so God. fucking badass. And then on top of that, you have everything that happened with the one A versus one B fight, where Midoriya literally started losing control of whips, and she's just like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna throw myself in there." And it's just like, yeah. "Yes, fucking do it." <laughs> Fucking do your shit. Get that boy, because he don't know what the fuck he's doing, and you need to pull mm -hmm. him back in, because he's too fucking stupid to figure out what the hell is going on right now. Um, it's just... <sighs> yeah, she she is a genuinely good character. I don't like it when people, like, shit on her, apparently. Like, I've seen people kind of just ignore her and be like, oh, she's such a boring character. I'm like, she is, really isn't. She's not. She, she's a cool character. She's, like, she's strong. She's, I would say, dependable. She is. Um, she's level-headed. Uh, yeah. Her um, motivation for being a hero is actually, like, you don't see that a lot. It's relatable. Right. Like, it's 100% yeah, just relatable. Yeah, so blatantly, I just want to be in it for the money so my parents can live comfortably. It's like, okay, that's actually, okay. Yeah. It's a good reason. Very, like, very realistic. <laughs> it's like very that, commendable. It's like that scene where it's like, she's explaining that. And she's just like, I know, it seems like such a selfish thing to do. And then Ida's just like, what are you talking about? Wanting to be financially, like, stable is like a thing yeah. that everybody wants. Like, what are you talking yeah. about? That's normal. It's whatever. It was so interesting. Like, okay, here's a character and she's just like, in the hero business for like money but you get that like development for her like okay maybe i do want to be a hero just for like to help people and like for myself and stuff and stuff but like you don't she, she doesn't really have a character arc like other than she that doesn't. because it's too yeah. busy like don't get me wrong i love these boys but we're too busy right. 
developing like Midoriya and Todoroki and Bakugo and yeah yeah which I guess the the thing is though is that like as of right now they are like the main focus of the story yeah which is you know it makes sense because the 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 overall like everything in the manga is just one big flashback from Midoriya's perspective so the only way we're gonna know how like anything else involving the other characters in the class is that like it Midoriya has to be involved that's the only way we get to know about what's happening is that like it has to actively affect Midoriya somehow because mm-hmm. it's it's all yeah. his flashback perspective. So I actually I totally forgot about that. Yeah, no, that's the thing that everyone forgets. This is this whole thing. It's one big flashback. Like this all happened already. We are we are at a point where like he's gone past all of this, and um, that's some of the things that like I see people. This kind of ties back into what I was talking about uh, the other day on Twitter, where people are just like. They, they will, like, age up characters in order to, like, apply them in certain situations. And I think people constantly forget that for all of these kids, like, this all happened. Like, th- this is past history. Like, these kids are past the these, like, high school years, quote-unquote. They're adults now, supposedly. Yeah. We, don't, we don't know everything yet, but right. give, given the, like, you know, benefit of the doubt, all of them are now adults in class 1a sort of thing so it's just like god like yeah they're they're adults <laughs> these, now like yeah, this, this is this happens like, pro heroes and oh I, you love it you love to see it you love to see yeah. it mm-hmm. i want to see it please make them all pro heroes please don't kill <laughs> I want any of them to see it. please, please <laughs> like That's please if you wonder if like midori is an unreliable narrator like well what do we know like his like, how do we know things about Hawks right now if this is all one big flashback? Because, like, unless he's directly told, I, I guess... The, eh. the the assumption is that, like, he's directly told all of this. Because, like, everything that happened with Bakugo when he was kidnapped, he found out after the police interrogated Bakugo. Because, he also, because like, all, all the kids that were involved were also interrogated by the police and stuff like that so it's just like he he learns about the stuff that happened through information because again it's that whole like he's super observant and he can just piece the stuff together on his own mm-hmm. so right. he's but like writing down every detail about everyone like, yeah there, there's also the aspect and i i saw this theory which was brought up which i thought was interesting was that like there is the huge possibility that this is all being told from someone else's perspective and they're just explaining it the way that Midoriya would have explained it mm-hmm. because class 1a has this very interesting thing with Midoriya where people will try and figure out how would it fit within uh, Midoriya's narrative because there have been a couple people who are just like oh well how would Midoriya like think of this or it's just like oh well you know this is what Midoriya says so we should probably follow that kind of line of thinking sort of thing and one of the things I saw was that, like, what if this is just, like, one big, like, Bakugo and Todoroki explaining it based off of how they think Midoriya would have explained it, given the idea that, like, Midoriya's dead. And they're just like, here's the story of how uh, he became, like, the greatest hero based off uh, of how the nerd would explain it sort of thing. Uh, this is so meta, it's killing my brain. It is. It's it's a lot of super meta <laughs> shit. And I'm just like, that's uh, a lot to unpack. But also. It sure is. That that kind of reminds me of a theory my friend and I have about um like shonen protagonists. I think I said it to you guys before, but every shonen protagonist loses an arm. Oh yeah, <laughs> and this is do so much. <laughs> and this is like, when is Deku gonna lose his arm? He he like I feel like if he uses his arm, like it'll blow up and like that's it. 
Probably. <laughs> I mean, listen, he's got fun. legs now. He can use his legs. He don't need his arms anymore. That's We've true. established like, this. <laughs> maybe he'll have to get to a point where he has to use his arm, but it's like he punches something and it like blows up. And he's yeah. like, oh, fuck. He was oh really my close. god. <laughs> well, I just, I just had the scariest idea. What if he... What if what if he ends up losing his arm because Shigaraki touches it and it fucking Oh no. <laughs> oh no. No. I'm sorry. No. I'm fucking I'm going to I'll leave. I understand. You know what? I deserve <laughs> leave your podcast. Leave your own podcast. Get out of here. Right, the house is, it's our city now. Um, <laughs> no, I, I believe this is probably the arc where we where he figures out that he can float. He can use Nana's quirk. Yes, oh, that's yeah. what a lot of people are saying, which that's, I think would yeah. be perfect. It's it's perfect fit because it's Shiragaki. What the hell? Yeah. Well, the <laughs> right thing there. that the thing that I think would be super interesting is that like, what if he Shigaraki, learned what the hell? <laughs> Shigaraki? What the hell? That's the name of the podcast episode. I can't, I can't I can't say his name like ever. I always forget it. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> never something that's stuck in my brain keep going I, no okay side tangent um i fucking i can't ever like i remember shigaraki's name but i also remember because there was one post that i read like way back probably like season two or whatever where it was just like i can't ever remember shigaraki's name so i only call him mccann's and that's like the only name i can think of calling shigaraki is mccann's mccann's it's it's mccann's um, mcmike <laughs> that's what i was trying to remember <laughs> you, were, you were saying before the tangent. Fuck, Mike. Oh, I can't. God. I can't. <laughs> okay, you were saying. Um, <laughs> what, one of the things that I saw was that like um, it, it would be a hundred percent on brand for Midoriya to learn how to use float trying to save somebody. Which um, currently the the possible contenders are either Aizawa, um, Bakugo, mm -hmm. or I even saw um, oh my god, what the fuck is his name? It's the Gran the... Torino. Gran Torino, yes, thank you. Um, Gran Torino can fly though. He is well, his quirk is jet, right? Oh, it is jet. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So but... immense speeds and shoots air out of his feetsies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, uh, out of all the characters that you mentioned, I feel like uh, Aizawa would be the one who probably needs the most help. Because he's 100. focused on keeping his eyes open and keeping his quirk activated for Shigaraki. Right. And so I don't think he can really maneuver his um, capture weapon pretty well. Also, Plus, his leg what? is also broken. Yeah, yeah his, his, leg his leg's broken. fucked up right now. There's really nothing for him to latch onto with his capture weapon, so he's just kind of like stuck. And so yeah. Midoriya and of course Bakugo are just like hell bent on protecting on protecting Aizawa right now. Yeah, well, yeah. because Shigaraki's trying to get to him. Well, it's like the the thing that I think is so crazy is that like Aizawa's had this target painted on his back now that we know for 15 years. Like oh, since, yeah. since he was in yeah. UA, he's had this target from um, All for One targeted like on his back and i'm just like that's so fucking crazy yeah. like he's yeah. they, they've been waiting for so long to try and kill him and then it just goes yeah. back to like knowing what happens to well well that's going into vigilantes i don't know how much you guys know about that i am uh, not much read it. yeah i don't know much about it i've been meaning to read it i probably will read it like i think smash is oh i read smash just because i need some relief from the series yeah um 
I I can go into a whole other rant about Smash, but yeah, no, I like I kind of seen spoilers about oh, what's his name? Uh, the Cloud Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, they basically, Vigilantes, you have an entire arc that focuses just on Aizawa and President Mike's backstory and, like, their time at UA and how it, because it's crazy because the events that are happening in that directly tie into what is happening in the story now, which is so crazy to think about yeah. because Vigilantes is technically written by other people. Like, her, uh, Hirokoshi right. is not involved in that whatsoever. Right. He just knows the people who are writing it, and he's just like, yeah, no, fucking, like, go nuts. And it all ties back into, like, the main story. And I'm just like, that is fucking crazy that, like, you have this entire backstory for this teacher that we've all know so little about in, like, the actual actual series right yeah but if you go into vigilantes it's just like oh my god like this is this is the like flashback shit that we've been wanting to get like it's him you know being friends with hizachi and him um you know how the friendship between the three of them ends up affecting aizawa and how like the events that happened and unfolded that resulted in him losing his one like probably his closest friend because i think he was closer to him than he was with present mike i think is what it was it's like he they those two were closer yeah no it's really because it's like he was he was the only one that really believed that aizawa was like this super cool hero like he was like a hundred percent just like dude like you are so strong like yeah your quirk can erase other people's quirks but like you you're like tactically smart and you can like fight really well and like he was basically like aizawa's hype man i was just about to say it's one man He, he was literally like the one man hype squad and everything involving that story really had an impact on Aizawa. And it, it's kind yeah. of hints at the fact that, like, the events that happened in that arc is what led to him kind of being this, like, solo underground hero in right. the off chance that, like, he doesn't want the same thing to happen again. And then he's right, got Class yeah. 1A, and then he's got Midoriya. And I'm just like, oh my god, Midoriya, you're... Class you're... 1A, and then the problem child Midoriya, and then he's training yeah. Shinso. Yeah. And yeah. another kid to worry about. Yeah, it's it's like literally 1A results in like re- reminding him so much about like when he was in UA and like stuff in the past that he's trying to prevent from happening again. But 1A mm-hmm. just keeps constantly reminding him just like hey fucking you know like history is kind of repeating itself and that's where it's just sort of like you get to this resolution point where he's just like no like i have to see it through to the end with these kids because if i don't it everything is just going to happen again it's, it's just going to be the past repeating itself and i don't want that to happen Ugh, like he for like for once he has motivation to actually keep on living and i'm just like yeah <laughs> yeah it hurts so much. I definitely have to read that now. But like, yeah, I, I, I yeah. think about that this whole time because I've seen like small spoilers. I haven't really gone like deep diving into it. But like, the whole reason like he wants to live and this the reason why he wants everybody to keep going is just because you've seen this happen before and he doesn't want it to happen again. And just yeah, well, it's yeah, it, it's one of those things where it's like like vigilante is good. I would say it's definitely darker than oh, yeah. the main story for sure like it's it's a much darker tone and um and I, i'm pretty sure i told you guys this before it's it's a prequel but the, um the artwork for vigilantes is awesome Just yeah say that. 
It's so no, good. it's it's done really well. It's one of the mm-hmm. things I think is funny is that like um, the people who because um, the the main writer for Vigilante is super like good friends with uh, Hirokoshi. And essentially, it's like b- before he started writing the series, he essentially went up to him and he was just like, hey, like I have this really cool idea for like an offshoot, like sequel or like prequel to your series. But, you know, hey, I just kind of want- can I write a doujinshi? With your no, character? like literally, literally he went up to Horikoshi and he was just like, yo, I'm just kind of asking for your blessing. I'm not going to like publish this or anything, but I kind of want to make this. And Horikoshi's just like, nah, fuck it. Publish that bitch. Like put that shit out there. Like do it. <laughs> it's so good i love it so much yeah it's like it's just it's funny because originally they weren't even going to publish it it was supposed to be like a one-off thing that was specifically supposed to be for like just horikoshi and he was just like nah put that shit up blast that shit turn it up let's go (laughs) you can capitalize that shit for all i care yeah yeah (laughs) it's really funny Oh, I think the only thing I really like know about the characters in Vigilantes, I know there's a character basically who's basically Prince. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, looked that, Wait. I looked that up and I was like, because I was just looking up character birthdays, just like, so I don't, because so, I like to draw for character birthdays mainly if I have the time. Um, but oh, I was yeah. looking up the next character's birthday and I was like, who is this character? The purple man or something, whatever his name is? I see him. <laughs> yeah. His purple highness. Yeah. I'm like, this is Prince. <laughs> this is just Prince. What? His quirk is chest hair. What? <laughs> <laughs> he has a booby window. So, yeah. um, it's, a, it's, it's so fucking funny because it's just like, like, I think one of the favorite things I like to tell people is that, like, yeah, the kid in the fucking All Might hoodie that's in Vigilantes is one of the main characters. Like, <laughs> like he he is, like, one of the main characters in this entire fucking thing. And he has, like, his quirk, it's interesting, but it's also kind of... Because, okay, so his name in the, in, um, the manga, he's called the Crawler. Yeah, he's, he's called, it's called the Crawler. And he, his quirk is really weird because it's just, like... He has the ability to, like, he can use his feet in his hands, and he basically, like, can, like, slide, or, like, not, like, slide, but he can, like, glide over flat surfaces really easily, so he can kind of just, like, he, he's basically, if everything was, like, a waxed tile floor, and you can, like, slip super easily. <laughs> so he doesn't have any friction? He's yeah, it's, it's like like any sort of like a flat surface, he can sort of like glide over it, but it also, it gives him, like, super, like, he's really, like, enhanced speed and he's like yeah. he can like maneuver extremely well because of this ability to like to just glide over flat surfaces and shit like that. What and a fun quirk. That, yeah, yeah, it's it's a really interesting quirk, but it's one of those things where it's just like it, it kind of ties into the fact that like he can't really become like a pro hero with it, but he can still do something to use it. Or like that that's yeah. kind of like his idea. I know he used to be able to like float too. He used but to. Yeah, yeah, he used to. It, it was, um, he could, like, float as a baby. Or, like, when he was, like, young, he had this ability to float as a baby. Because I think it's from, like, a, a, a side effect thing from, like, his mom. Um, it was something that he could do. And then, like, he learned how to walk. And then he kind of, like, forgot how to do the floating ability. So he's trying to, like, relearn how to do it. <laughs> because it's just, like, he, he used to be able to do it. And then, like, his mom had to basically be, like, hey, like you need to stop and like her like forcing him to try to learn how to like stop floating and him learning how to walk it made him forget how to do the floating 
It's like really fucking weird Aww. shit. Yeah. It's like, so it's like he's trying to relearn how to do that on top of the fact that he can basically, he be, he's like a one man slip and slide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just ice skating everywhere. That, that's his hero name. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> slip and slide. I think, it, <laughs> wait, I think his quirk is called like slide. I think it's just called like slide or uh, glide. I have his page up. Yeah. It's Slide like, and glide. Slide and glide. <laughs> Yeah, That's I'm just really like, funny. oh my god. Oh, um, uh, I love it. That's actually yeah. really cool. <laughs> yeah, he's he, you know the the character, the main characters in that series. They're they're fun. It's it's a fun a, like it's a fun thing that they got going on. Yeah, I'm yeah. definitely gonna check it out uh, probably yeah. after this. Yeah, I'm. I'll definitely check it out because I've been meaning to. Because like I said, I saw it when I was in the bookstore, but I just. I reached for Smash because I've seen panels from it. And I'm like, this seems like fun. And now yeah. that I've actually like, I bought one volume and I just I had to buy the rest of them because yeah. it's just so funny. Yeah, like it's genuinely hilarious, but it's also like the kids being friends with each other, which I don't think we see a like, lot of. The kids being actual kids. Yeah, right. Like the yeah, content that you don't see very often in the actual like, show you're telling me it, these high schoolers have high schooler personalities bullshit it's wild <laughs> like the characters are like parodies of themselves they're, they're parodies of themselves so like a lot of their traits are just amplified and kind of care like character caricaturized okay kind of like kind of like teen titans go almost oh yeah um, but like it's something that you wouldn't see in the main series because it also it also takes things from the main series and just kind of turns it into almost a joke which i get why people like i can get why if anybody doesn't like that kind of thing but considering where we are at in the manga right now i kind of just want some relief and yeah, i just you... want to see i just oh, there's so much like ojira here there's like a whole like little chapter about mount lady going on vacation and just getting caught up by, by like getting caught there's a villain like impeding on the ski resort that she's at she's just trying to she's just trying to sit in the onsen it's, it's really funny. It's like, i want to see more of these characters i don't want yeah. to see them as parodies i want to see them as kids and especially like especially i don't you don't see much of mount lady either you know no, no. Like, she's a great character like you could she's in this series multiple times in smash and she was just she's just trying to live her life man she just she wants to be a pro hero, but she also wants time to herself. And there's all these people fetishizing her, and she's so sick of it. Mm -hmm. It's it's it shouldn't be taken as a joke, but it's it's, it's really funny because she's just, just trying to catch a break. Yeah, and she can't. No, dude, there's, there's, I fucking I can relate to that. Foot fetish, fetish, foot fetish festival. She's oh like, my god! It's literally it. Like, it's like what? Double like a double take on that seriously i was reading it earlier i was at work i was on break and i was just kind of like reading through her story in here and she's just trying to sit in the onsen and it's like she's getting pulled aside for photo shoots she's getting pulled aside for <laughs> just just so she could use her quirk and look pretty and she's just so sick of it she just wants to relax but then mm -hmm. like, a yeti comes up <laughs> she <has this> <laughs> she's sitting in the onsen so she's like i'm naked i can't <laughs> And so, conveniently, oh, um, Yago Ozu and Ochako and um, a couple of the other girls are there. Yago <laughs> Momo has to create like a bikini thing for her so she can fight. Jesus <laughs> Christ! And then, 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 then people take it the wrong way and it'd be like, "Oh, it's your new costume debut." Oh no! That's so <laughs> no! Sad. No! That's so sad. Oh, Mount Lady! I love her so much, and I'm just so excited because, like, 
she's in like the newest chapter. Yeah, I see the... her. Like she's like fucking holding off the giant Nomu, and I'm like, yeah, that was that was huge. Oh, Yo, I, I, I hope we actually get now. to. I hope we get to see like an actual like even if it's just like a couple pages. I hope we get to see like a fight between her and the Nomu. Like yeah. that would be so fucking cool. Like it's it's basically like... it would basically be like. Like somebody like in a giant mech fighting fucking like Godzilla was, type of shit. I was literally <laughs> gonna say it's like a kaiju fight. <laughs> it's a kaiju I fight. To say that. Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim. <laughs> oh my god, it's Pacific Rim. <laughs> Except she's not a robot. She's just a giant lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking one of, one of my friends was telling me about how like every time they see Mount Lady, all they can think of is that song for Steven Universe where it's just like giant woman. Yeah. I yeah. just want to see you be <laughs> a giant woman. Giant woman. <laughs> and I'm just I mean, like yeah. mood so much. We love giant women. We love God. giant women. You know who else that we love? We love uh, Shinso. What a yeah. transition. What a transition. <laughs> giant woman. Good boy. Good boy. <laughs> Little boy. Our son. Uh, our purple son. Our purple kid, okay. Boy. Yes. We we love Shinso. Yes. This Just, we'll put it out there. It's we have our own his own he has his own channel in the Discord. <laughs> we server. do. In in yeah. our in our group friend Discord server, we have it because we have like a meme corner, we have a spoiler chat, we have things for like fanfic recommendations, headcanons, and then we have just one channel that's just called Shinso Alert. <laughs> <laughs> alerts with the hazard emoji yeah because <laughs> it's alerts because yeah because we, we see so we go nuts we yeah. we all individually have our own like personal favorites but we all collectively agree that shinso deserves so much better like he really does he really... and that's why next season season five is the big shinso season it's so exciting, so exciting. he's gonna be opening he's gonna get that He's gonna get fight. He's gonna have those amazing, um, <laughs> the big moment that we're all looking forward to. I like. Are you trying to censor yourself on a spoiler podcast? Yes. Is that <laughs> I'm trying to censor myself. Look, look. He has moments, and it's like it's all for the growth of his own character, but also like that's what you were talking about with Midoriya and the um the second part of his quirk. Yeah, like. He's such a pivotal character to the series, even though he doesn't like show up that much. Like, there's so much potential for him, especially like with Aizawa and especially uh, with Aizawa. Oh my god! So I I saw somebody had was taking comparisons because um they were taking the covers for the different manga volumes, and when we were going through, I think it was back during the uh, sports festival arc, there was a cover where it's Senso and Midoriya on it. But yeah, somebody was pointing out the fact that, like, oh, based off of, like, how they're standing, like, because they're, they're standing back to back to each other. And, like, Midoriya has, you know, like, obviously he has this fist out kind of thing. And right. Shinso, actually, no, I think this might have been during the 1A versus 1B because Shinso had, like, the scarf, the, the, the um, capture yeah, tool kind of thing. Capture. I'm looking at it now. It... It's the cover, because I use the Tachiyomi app to read um, yeah. manga. And it's it's the cover now that they have set for My Hero Academia. So it's like his hand is like extended with the capture device wrapped around it. And then um, Midori is like at his back. He's got his fist oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Volume Somebody... 23. Yeah. 
So mm-hmm. what what it was is somebody took that and they literally found a past either like side by side comparison or a past like cover image or something like that where it's literally Aizawa and All Might doing the exact same poses. And I'm just like, oh. he is so fucking important to the series. If that is not oh. the dead giveaway, I don't know what is. <laughs> it's just uh, he made he makes so much of an impact even though he hasn't been in the series a lot right? but he's just so like the potential on that boy and he's such a good kid and like he just wants to be a hero and like against all odds he just like got into the hero course we don't know which one yet but it's like it reminds me of this panel in smash where it's Shinzo like <laughs> you know what i'm talking about <laughs> coming around the corner there's a thought bubble coming from his head he says i sure would like to join the hero course someday and there's like a little box that introduces who is hitoshi shinso guy who would sure like to join the hero course someday (laughs) it's really funny it's really funny do you guys remember do you ever see those like videos or like the tiktoks or whatever where it's just like it, it plays the like welcome to Jurassic Park, and then it's like Shinzo is just like welcome to class one A, and then it just cuts, cuts to like chaos where it's like Bakugo's like beating on Midoriya, Denki's like chart like he's fucking like overcharged in like a corner doing Denki things, and it, it cuts and it was just like all, all the girls in class one A beating the shit out of Mineta, and and Shinzo's just like what did I sign up for? <laughs> oh my god, boy! I think I personally think he's gonna get into class one A. I, oh, yeah. I I think so. I would really, really like him to. Like, really, really, really like him to. But also, there's a part of me that is so worried about them, an- another classmate getting kicked out. I don't know. Because it's, like, not a pretty number, 21 heroes. Yeah. It's just, like, it's more iconic. It's just, like, nice, even 20 heroes. And right. there's no space for 21 heroes. And it's just me being very paranoid. Listen. That's someone will either get kicked out or die. I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just saying. We have one purple asshole. Let's just replace him. Exactly. If we yeah, just replace him, it stays even. Where they want to replace him. Like, I think... Oh, God. I gotta find it. But, yeah, they... <laughs> Please no, find it. I need to see this shit. <laughs> Hang on. Let me go back to... Oh, fuck. The, th- the thing that I-, I was gonna say is just, like, the thing that makes me kind of upset is the, the probability that... Mineta might have an actual important role in the manga and I really don't want that but also I could see that being a thing because here's the thing he had a role in the movie the the first movie that came out he actually had like a role that he had to fill because they actually needed him because he was small enough to go so it's just sort of like god damn it don't do not make me have to rely on this little shit like I don't I like don't this little that. shit no one likes and yeah. yeah like everyone just like collectively like writes him out of class 1a and yeah, they, yeah. Here's, here's the thing for me is that like i feel like if he was written completely differently i would have no problems with Mineta. absolutely none yeah like it, it's just the personality that they gave him is just it's fucking just... awful i hate yeah. his personality yeah and Gross like stereotype. yeah and like the thing about it is that he has not had any character development at all none yeah so, like it's just like even if he got one now like got like a redemption arc or something it's just like i don't, I don't care about this kid anymore at this point yeah yeah at this point yeah. nobody really cares about him because yeah. they're like what 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 reason do we have to care about him yeah right exactly. like after after all he's done like honestly yeah just, i don't know yeah, it's terrible it's but... gotten past the point where it's like because like you usually get like the gag character who is a big pervert in um 
shonen anime like against like Moroku or uh, other characters or Zenitsu. But mm-hmm. it's like they have other qualities other than that, and Mineta doesn't. Like yeah. he, he has like the quirk, and he has like a few moments where he like shines. But like it's um, it kind of reminds me of um, because Kaminari was kind of like that, but he didn't go to like that big extent as yeah. Mineta did. He'd be like he'd flirt with someone and be like, okay, whatever. He'd back off, but like he'd still be friends with them, and like he'd still speak respectively to like women and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. just like we already have that kind of like flirty like character right. with Kamari. Yeah. Like and I feel like if they did get Mineta like a redemption, it'd be like, okay, well now it's like we have two characters like that, but one is obviously so unlikable. And I, I, I feel like because the the other thing is too is that like we know based just off of like what Horikoshi's told us and like based off of what characters he's designed and everything, because uh fun fun my hero fact for people who may not know. <laughs> Uh, Kaminari was actually the first character that Horikoshi came up with for the series. Yes, yeah, I did b- know that. Before, before yeah. Midoriya, before Bakugo, before All Might or Aizawa, it was Kaminari was the very first character that he came up with. Yes, and, and he... Go ahead. No, sorry, keep going. <laughs> just, okay. I just hear Kaminari and I just want to take over. I'm sorry. No, no, it's fine. I had like a five-minute Bakugo rant. You're, you're more you than did, welcome you to take over if you would like. No, please continue. Please continue. <laughs> um... <laughs> But uh, we we know that in the the final major fight, whatever that may be, we know that Kaminari is supposed to play a major role in that. That is like the the one thing that we have been confirmed is that Kaminari is involved. We don't love to hear that. We we don't hear it. We don't know what it is or why he's involved or whatever it is, but we do know whatever the inevitable final fight comes in. Kaminari will be involved. That that is a for sure guaranteed from what we've been told. Um, it just um makes my paranoid shit brain go, oh, what if it's not for like good reasons though? You mean like he's yeah. the traitor? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much. It hurts. It okay, hurts okay, so okay. I was, about. Gonna, I was gonna talk about this for a second. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so traitor Kaminari, it's it's a pretty big thing in the fandom, especially there's like little hints everywhere. But like, even though we're not quite sure if there's even a traitor now, yeah. But people still talk about it, which okay. Traitor Kaminari. Sorry, I'm just thinking about him. <laughs> <laughs> It, it would okay. So he is he and Kirishima are the glue that holds class one A together. That's not just like theory or just like that's an actual fact that they yeah. are the glue that holds all the class together. Right. And um Kirishima I think is more for like his character arc is more like believing in himself and like knowing like he can be a good hero and whatever and then he yeah. also plays into like bakugo's arc where he is a good friend of bakugo and like an equal and stuff like that yeah right. so so officially kaminari doesn't really have an arc yet he his he's having troubles with his work and of course he's there to like control it and whatever but it's just like there's this theory that he doesn't have an arc yet even though he's a pretty he's like a major minor character if you know what i mean yeah yeah, no, I, yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, and so he doesn't really have an arc yet, and he's just so... His past is a mystery. He is just... Like, we don't know. And I think that's why people yeah. latch onto Traitor Kaminari theory so much, is because that there's just so many unknowns about him, and, like, we just don't know anything about him, pretty much. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what well, he's one of the few characters that we don't know anything about, like his family. We don't know anything about, like we we know he struggled when he was younger to control his quirk, but we don't know mm-hmm. anything. Like, does he have siblings? Where, like, where did he go to school at? Like, we don't know really anything about him. Yeah, it's like we and, don't know his motivations for like being in the hero course besides like, oh, I want to be a hero. But like, people, the characters who have motivations to be a hero. That's not just it, though. Yeah. Yeah, they all have their own unique motives. Yeah, like Todoroki, he was, like, essentially forced into this. And his whole thing is, like, believing in himself, too. Like, like being his own person. Yeah, and, kind of turning that goal into his own. Yeah. And then, like, Tod- like Kaminari, he probably wants to be a hero, but it's also, like, that's a pretty generic, like, right. response, you know? Yeah. I, I know a couple people... Uh, think that he's in it just to like pick up women and stuff like that but I'm just like I don't know because we've we've seen no, and this no. goes back into what you were saying before where it's just like he has other parts of his personality it's like yeah he's the flirt but also like there's more to him than that so yeah right. like he's so like he sure he flirts with everyone but like he's so he's just such a nice like caring person and like yeah. he's flirted with all the girls but also he's friends with all the girls yeah he's also yeah, flirted with him. He's also flirted with some of the guys in the class, too, which exactly. I think is the funniest thing. Yeah. yeah. Fucking exactly. Oh, bisexual Kaminari, anybody? Dude, anybody? bisexual. Uh, Bicon. He's Bicon Kaminari. It's one line away <laughs> from being canon. canon. Yeah. This is, yeah, this is canon yeah. now. Literally one line away from being canon. Anyway, you were saying. Yeah. He's, he's like, he's got such a respect for people. Like, you could tell, like, the difference between him and Mineta, like, and, the, and like, the mm-hmm. whole, like, flirty side. He's clearly flirty. Minetta is just perverted. Like, exactly. He wouldn't. He wouldn't encourage Jiro like during the band arc, like he was, if he didn't actually genuinely see her as like if he didn't see her potential mm-hmm. and genuinely see that she this is what she really likes. And I think yeah. that goes for anybody, but like especially like since Jiro's the one of the girls, like well, yeah. it also it it kind of ties back into two words, like with the current arc. Where he was on like the he was in, on the front lines for the raid when they were raiding mm-hmm. the the building and stuff like that and like who, who's the first person that he ends up like looking back to it's Jiro it, it yeah. all it all goes back to Jiro and it's just like he he a hundred percent genuinely believes that like she she has the potential she's she can be the hero she can motivate and like she she has the right motivation and stuff for it. And I think that in terms is also motivating him is the fact yeah. that like he, he, it, it's, it's the, it's similar to like the Bakugo Midoriya situation where it's just like, he wants to be on the same side, if not like on par to where like Jiro is at. Like that's kind of who he's trying to like compare himself to. I feel like mm-hmm. is, is Jiro because he just has this strong belief that like, oh yeah, like she can do- definitely be your hero. And if I can stay up to that same line, then I'm good. Like that, then I can be your hero too. As long as I'm mm-hmm. on par with Jiro. It's honestly, it's so sweet. Just, it, it really is. He's so yeah. supportive and he just, he's the glue. He and Kirishima yeah. are the glue. I think yeah. especially him though. Cause yeah, it's like, I don't, with him gone, like traitor theory, blah, 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 whatever happens, if anything happens to him, it's just like, what is the class going to do? And right. I feel like this is just like my brain, just like taking a thought and like running with it yeah. until like <laughs> it's like essentially canon in my brain until like nothing happens but um he bonded so not bonded but he reached out to shinso 
so well in he the upcoming arc. And it's just like like Shinso has that like bridge to like class one A now, like with him and Midoriya. Right. And Midoriya obviously nothing's gonna happen to him because he's a character. But it's just like how is Shinso like if anything happens to Kaminari, we get that Shinso influence too, because like mm-hmm. He's friends with Kaminari, and everyone's friends with Kaminari, so now he's part of the class. And- like, I think that exchange, like, that fight that he had where he was fighting alongside Kaminari, I think he has more... That's why I think he's, like, more potential for Class 1A, because he clearly is told that he has potential to be a hero by Kaminari. He's like, point blank, you have the potential. Whereas, I didn't feel that with when he was with Class 1B. I think... Yeah. I, like, well, it's it, it's that whole yeah. thing where it's just like the the history repeating itself because Aizawa had present Mike and now Shinso has like Kaminari. The two you know solo lone wolves have their happy blondes is essentially what it kind of connects back to. Yeah, and yeah. you know it, it's this like funny parallel because it's just like you can tell like him being friends with Kaminari is what's going to affect him being a pro hero a hundred percent. If, if, yeah. if it's anything that ha- like what happened to Aizawa when he became friends with Hizachi in yeah. U- in class one A because that's exactly what it was too is that they met in one A at U- in the school and mm-hmm. so it's just like you know it would make sense that like if he became friends with Kaminari during his second year which is the same year that his um, Hizachi became friends with Aizawa. Like, it, it's literally, like, on par parallels is, all, yeah. is honestly that's what, what it is. That's what I've noticed so far. Like, there's there's parallels between that and, yeah. Like, Ka- Kaminari is a, 100%. <laughs> it, he's 100% going to affect Shinso. Whether whether Shinso yeah. likes it or not. He's, he's stuck with <laughs> Kaminari. It took one panel. One panel. One, one panel. And Shinso's already having a crisis. Yeah. No, my team not like. No, not like. Not okay, maybe like I can be a fucking hero. Maybe, <laughs> got, maybe these people do have, like, maybe these people do see potential in me. Like, because he's. I don't know if he was, like, completely. He wasn't discouraged during the hero, the sports festival. But, like, now that he's, like, now that he's seen that, like, up close, like, maybe, hopefully, he'll start feeling, like, that potential is real and like and, you said yeah it's the same thing where sarah is like oh it's like i'm looking at an early Todoroki. like yeah, yeah. It's, like we've seen this before it's like we know what's gonna happen shinso is gonna become get friends and because yeah. that's how they because class 1a they're like collectively like trying to become heroes they're helping each other and if Shinso goes in with like a oh I'm I'm on my own attitude, that's not gonna happen, bud. Like no. you're gonna you're gonna get friends. It's like that. Do you ever? It's been proven again and again. Do you ever see that meme where it's just sort of like any anybody getting involved with class one day? I'm not here to make friends. Kaminari Midoriya, are you sure about that? It's just like they're all just waiting. Like she has no idea what's gonna what he's in store for. Like, God. This is so funny to think about. What is the cloud dude's name? Ob- Obira? Obi- it's Obero. Uh, Obero, yeah. Shiro. I don't, I don't remember what his first name is, but his last Shiro name is Obero. Yes. Yes. There we go. See, like that 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 parallel with Hisashi and Shirokumo, like with Deku and Kaminari, like it stands out in my brain so much. Now I really <laughs> need to watch that. No, really... no, because that would be Midoriya would die. Oh what? no! That fucking. <laughs> Well, we know he loses an arm, so <laughs> this is true. He has the he has the shonen protagonist effect. Yeah, I'm sorry, Midoriya. 
Look, at, it's it's. Are you left-handed or right-handed? <laughs> that's what stood out to me like so much. Like, there's this trio, and now you have this potentially new trio. That's why I really want to see the um two A. Now I really want to see what they were like yeah. in their second year. And it's I think all good. This is after this arc is where we're gonna pick up like at the start of the second year. I think we're just gonna skip summer altogether. Uh, yeah, pro- yeah probably. Gonna be some sort of time skip. I, I just really hope we get back to um just like good fun times for a bit because that's the festival arc. Yeah, uh, it was so the, good. Um, yeah, it was so needed after overhaul and we just saw Aerie like being a normal kid and we got saw the band and just like everyone having a good time. It's like these episodes are awesome. Like this is what we yeah. all need. That's and I why I would read Smash, but <laughs> Yeah. I think the anime or the series goes like happy, sad, happy, sad. So I think there's definitely going to have to be mm-hmm. some sort of like yeah. upbeat thing after this. Like something well, similar to like where the kids moved into their dorms for the first time. And there was like a dorm like contest or something. Oh, well, I love it's, those. it's like uh, it, it's part of just like a writing process because it's just like you yeah. don't want to put too much hard, like heavy hitting plot points right, you oh, know, yeah. like back to back to back because then you run into fatigue. And right. it just, it really makes it hard for people to continue reading. So you kind of, yeah. you need to have those happy moments in between. Right. To it help also people is probably recover. hard, yeah, for the, hard for the um, author to yeah. do it himself, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, he, I, I can't imagine, like, him going through and making the the, the the story arc that we have right now, I can't imagine the kind of, like, mental stress that he's under right now, oh. just like mm-hmm. making all this. I'm just like, God. Didn't, didn't he like start crying while writing some of these chapters? <laughs> he did. No, I don't like he doing that. Crying. He also he oh, got yeah. very he he got super emotional too because um he based Aizawa off of like the ugly parts of his personality or the parts of himself oh, that no. he didn't think that people were gonna like. So he made it into like this <laughs> teacher. And then he kinda got like super emotional because he realized that like a lot of the people in the fandom really like Aizawa and they're yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it was kind of that whole thing. Know? Yeah, cause he cause he it was that thing where it's just like he has like the long dark hair, he's got like really baggy eyes, he can't smile very well. That's always why he's like he's wearing like a mask and goggles whenever he does like interviews and stuff, because he doesn't think his face is like attractive and he thinks he like overworks himself and he's constantly tired. So he's just like, Oh, let me take that, I'll turn that into the teacher and then it can kind of be like a haha look, it's kind of like me and then everyone's just like, Yo, we love this man. He's just like, What? <laughs> The joke backfired. Backfired. <laughs> Horikoshi.exe stopped working. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the instant I saw him when I first started watching My Hero back in March, I saw him on screen for the first time. I was eating a packet <laughs> like he was. I looked at it. I was like, huh. Yeah, that one. <laughs> that one. <laughs> that one. Right. What haven't we talked about yet? Because I know we've talked about oh, it. Hold on. Time. I have a list. <laughs> yeah. I can't get out there. what we've been doing. <laughs> Bring um, out the consoles list. <laughs> Shinso is on my list, and underneath it, I wrote Shinso and also Shinso. <laughs> I mean, yeah, pretty much. I, just love, I just love that kid. Um, let's see. So there's a lot of we can talk about head cannon and like a lot of. Ooh, I love uh, that. Like we can. I think it's okay. I think it's really funny how a lot of fandom head cannons like end up becoming canon right especially with aizawa it's so funny like he there's like before he even 
the whole thing with Aerie, like before she was even like adopted by UA, um, internet was like, oh, she's gonna be adopted by Izawa, and pretty much she was, and then yeah. oh, like he's gonna adopt Shinsa now. I was like, okay, <laughs> done. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think uh, one of my my favorite personal headcanons that I have is that um, going back onto Bakugo is that like the <laughs> because of his quirk, he constantly smells like caramel. I oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll leave my head every time I eat something caramel flavored. <laughs> like, like that's just one of like my favorite things. Cause I'm just like, can you imagine? Just like every time he gets like super angry and he starts like setting off explosions, and then there's like that one motherfucker who's just like, oh wow, it smells like really nice in here. <laughs> I say kaminari. It's okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it would be kaminari though. <laughs> and he knows it too. Like, he, he knows it. Exactly he does. Um, I think. Um, I like the headcanon of Bakugo eventually going deaf and getting mm-hmm. Yes! Oh my I, god. Uh, that I makes really so much that. sense though. I yeah. When it's like it's either yeah. that or I see people where it's like he learns sign language, but mm-hmm. he doesn't like tell people that he knows how to read sign language and then it's like everybody else in the class just kind of figures it out. That like mm-hmm. everyone else in one A just kind of figures out that he needs to like another way besides vocally hearing people. Mm-hmm. And so like the class yeah. purposely learns like hand uh like hand cues and stuff like that to make it easier for him to understand and i'm just like we we love we love a supportive class we love, we love a supportive yeah class. oh my god i think i i sent it to y'all but in smash there's like a chapter where bakugo accidentally smashes Kiri, kirishima's night vision goggles oh yeah and he he like secretly takes on a bunch of different jobs because he wants to pay him back and then the class is like why are you taking all these jobs are you going through financial trouble <laughs> yeah. and then they they pool their money and they give him like a thousand dollars and he's just like what this is not <laughs> i <That's> not. <laughs> and then he just doesn't he's he just doesn't want to give it back to them and be like oh no sorry this was just for kirishima he takes them all to disney <laughs> <laughs> Disneyland, and they all have fun. They all and have a great time. At like the beginning of their trip, Todoroki kind of like, cause like while they're in Disneyland, there's like this whole like heroes event, pro heroes event, and so like yeah. everything is like themed All Might, and then there's like instead of mouse ears, it's like All Might hair. Yeah, well that <laughs> that, that ties back to like the the head cannon that like I don't remember who said it, but we talked about it before, where it's like the head cannon that Midoriya 100% goes to like hero conventions. <laughs> Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah! He totally does. He, totally he like does. he goes to hero conventions and like he like will go and like cosplay or he'll go into like the like the signature line and stuff like that. He goes to panels and then when he asks a question, the heroes on the panel are like, "How do you know that information about me? And why are you asking a question about it?" <laughs> also, aren't you that one kid that did this other shit? <laughs> aren't you the kid? He would line up to like one of his teachers, like yeah. autograph, and like get an autograph. <laughs> or what the fuck, dude? Or like oh my, my favorite was like, like twenty bucks for an autograph. <laughs> the, my favorite is the one where it's just like if like when Midoriya becomes a pro hero and he like gets the signatures yeah. of like UA students and he's just like, oh my god, you're the kid from the sports festival. <laughs> like, oh, I love, I love pro hero Midoriya so much. Like, <laughs> it's just the same except he can like legally blow shit up. <laughs> like. <laughs> like he is, he sees any hero and he's like number one at that point. And he's like, oh my god, you're you're so and so, and they're like, what what the fuck? Yeah, they're like, you're the number one hero, and he's just like, yeah, and you're the kid that got like fifth in the sports festival. Oh my god, I'm so excited to meet you. 
exactly. Oh it's so. It's honestly so sweet. He oh. just sees everyone as their worth. Uh, one of my, my other favorites, and Laura, you're actually the one that came up with this one. Or I don't know if you read this one, if you came up with it, but it's the idea that, like, when Shinso sneezes, it activates his quirk. I wasn't <laughs> the one, but that that's really funny. Like, it, it, it was something along the lines, it's just like, do you think, like, if he sneezes and that's somebody right, verbally was, yeah. says, like, oh, bless you or something, could he still, like, use his quirk? <laughs> that was me. I remember now. Yeah, that was me. I was thinking about that, like, months ago. I'm just like, can he, like, make sneeze, have someone say like bless you but then i realized like saying bless you is like an american thing or like a religious thing so i'm like yeah huh, maybe not but hey potential <laughs> he learns english just for that like, <laughs> he goes to america and that's how he defeats all the listen i'm just oh, saying yeah. kaminari's uh best class is english i'm just saying oh, guys. Oh, oh, oh i have this written down hold on <laughs> the notes the notes flip through your notes close to the close to the mic so we can hear your notes <laughs> Um, fluent in English, Denki. He's a literature nerd. I, I've seen I've seen that where people are just like, it would make sense if like he's actually like really really good at like literature and like good at like reading and like interpreting from like books. Like I've seen shit like that before. Yeah, like he yeah. reads Ernest Hemingway. Like people who actually like Ernest Hemingway don't read Ernest Hemingway as like no one reads Ernest fucking Hemingway except right. him apparently. Except for him, yeah. Yeah, for him. It's just the thing he does. And you gotta love him for it. You do. We we love uh, Bicon Kaminari, who also can read. Um. <laughs> oh, we're so proud of him. We're so proud he can read. Not many people can read, I guess. <laughs> in, in, this, in, this, in this universe. I also, uh, they're, they're all 15 and then never fucking learn how to read. <laughs> I love I love the idea too that like uh, the girls like occasionally they have like a girls' night and either Kaminari or Bakugo are invited to girls' night all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I just okay. love the idea that like they'll have like a get together and they're like either like watching movies or like talking yeah. about like boys or whatever and like fucking Bakugo's just sitting there like getting his nails done just like oh yeah no he's a piece of shit yeah. like. <laughs> He gives advice. He does. <laughs> dump him. <laughs> D- dump him. Dump his ass now. We're not dump even dating. Dump him anyway. Kill him. That's- Kill him. <laughs> That's definitely a thing because also, not to bring up Smash one too many times, they take... <laughs> the-, the girls take like a girls trip to the beach and they all have like a pretty good time. They do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, in my mind, that's extremely canon. And they just kind of like switch off dorms every night. Yeah, especially, like, like, if they get into, like, second year and third year. Like, they've been together, like, for so long at that point. They're pretty much family. By the, right? by the end of the manga, they'll they'll be family, if oh, yeah. not yeah. already. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're already there. It's their first year. Yeah. It's very sweet. Love. Love it. Do you remember, uh, Laura, <laughs> oh, when you, God, were, ta- when we you were talking about Bakugo and Todoroki and about how uh, Todoroki's dorm is right above Bakugo's and how he would purposely, like, stop <laughs> on the floor to piss him off? <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's my favorite Tumblr post of all time, like, relating to my hero. Like, the um, the gif of Khan Makri, like, stamp it, stomping on the floor. It just has a, has, a, has a vendetta against the neighbors downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite gif, because it's so true. It's so funny. Like, I could definitely see that happening. Yeah. I don't know. Todoroki's it's, a little shit. I love him. Todoroki and Bakugo's relationship is so... 
funny. It is. It's so funny to it's me. It's so funny. The thing that, it's... like, I think is super funny is the fact that, like, I could see parts of, like, mine and Laura's relationship in Bakugo and Todoroki. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why it's just, like, I relate to it so much because I'm just like, God, it really be like that, huh? It really do be like that sometimes. <laughs> How long have we known each other? Uh, anyway, my favorite long. part about their... <laughs> My favorite part about their, well, Bakugo wouldn't call it a friendship, but Todoroki does. So that's that's my favorite part. Yeah. Like, Bakugo's just like, we're not friends. And Todoroki's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, we are. Todoroki's friend. like, we've been friends friend. this whole year. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's so funny just how Todoroki's so oblivious, but like, he's so like. He's so admin know. about it. Yeah. Like, I can't tell at the point if he just says that to piss Bakugo off, but they're definitely like friends. Bakugo definitely like. I, th- I think he has fun. It to piss him off, but like, he, he just like, he genuinely means it too. Oh, yeah. yeah. He 100% does. He's a little shit. We all know this. Like, Canfley, he's just like a little shit. Yeah. Todoroki. Yeah. Not, Todoroki. Not, Todoroki. We, we all mean, know Bakugo yeah. is. Oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> disclaimer my thing is like he wouldn't go he wouldn't go and have dinner with the Todoroki family if he didn't like genuinely think of him and Midoriya as friends like somewhere deep down like even though he doesn't want to say it like there's he definitely thinks of them as some sort of friends like they're they're uh, weird whatever they want to call uh, it rival friendship rivalry friendship I remember reading this uh, headcanon post where it's just like wouldn't it be crazy if like sometime in the future that like Bakugo is like a pro hero and he ends up running into a situation where he ends up finding like a corkless kid on the roof somewhere and he's basically has to like talk the kid down from jumping off the roof kind of thing and I'm just like oh my god like that would be the worst person but also the best person Mm -hmm. that's a lot that's heavy it's 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 a very heavy headcanon but it's also like I've seen stuff too where it's just like yeah he'd probably like donate money to like organizations for people who are corkless and stuff like that too there's a really good uh, fic out there, which I think I've linked it before, but he Probably. becomes an advocate in anti-bullying. And oh, yeah. Because he just, like, he's sick of it and, like, wants to try to, like, do good of, like, he wants to try to, like, redeem himself of his past somehow. Right. And so yeah. he asks, like, Dora what's he, what he thinks about it because, obviously, like, it's a kid that he bullied and he's corpless and whatever, and Dora's like, well, I don't know if you should be talking about it. And then Bach was like, I know, but you can't really talk about it either. You can't talk about being quirkless. And this is like this whole thing, but it's so good. And yeah, right. it's like exactly how it's the, the writer, the author writes Bakugo so well. It's like how he's just thinking, he's thinking about everyone and he's thinking about right. himself. And it's just, he's so full of like this self hatred and guilt. And it's just, yeah, just cool how he's just trying to work on it, yeah. especially with the upcoming arc and like him. The the upcoming arc really shows like him working with his classmates and saving them and stuff like that. Like that's where he really shines. Well, it's like if it goes back to that panel during when um they were him and Todoroki were trying to get their their license and it's mm-hmm. him talking to the kid where it's just like if you're constantly looking yeah. down on other people that like mm-hmm. whole scene and I'm just sort of like oh my god like he finally realized that like yeah. looking down on other yeah. people doesn't it, it doesn't do anything for him and I'm just like we we love to see the character growth you're still the piece of shit kid <laughs> but we love to yeah. see the character growth it's just we love to see it yeah, it's just My Hero Academia, like, the entirety of the show, it's just, it's essentially, like, Bakugo's, like, redemption arc and character yeah. development it story. Yeah. It, yeah. it really is. It's really high there. 
Listen, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get I get really emotional about this character. Okay, like yeah, I mean, yeah. Too. Like I think where we see like that climax where he like finally puts it into practice is either where he like starts to in, like really push teamwork during the class one A versus class one B, and then I think it comes to a head pretty much right at the Endeavor internship internship arc. Yeah. And it's like, he saves Natsuo. He's he the one Natsuo. that saves him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the other thing too is that like, we also learned like Midoriya and Todoroki are the first people to find out that like Bakugo has finally picked out a pro name, like a pro hero right. name. He doesn't tell yeah. them what the name is, but they, yeah. they're the first ones to know that like, oh, he's finally picked out what he wants his pro hero name to be. Which, yeah. if it's not Ground Zero, I'm gonna be a hundred percent pissed. Like, let me if just say, if it's not Ground Zero, I'm, I'm dropping this show. Like, like, it's like, okay, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. There's, there's a theory that he's gonna go with the name Kachan, and I understand. I, don't like I understand mm-hmm. what that would technically mean. However, it only really has an important impact on Midoriya, and that's kind of yeah. it. Like, it doesn't really. Yeah, that's it. Like, it would really impact Midoriya so much. Now, if you were to tell me that Midoriya came up with the name Ground Zero, like, forever ago, and then he used that as, like, the name that he went with now. Like, if if Midoriya came up with that name when he was, like, five, and Bakugo's using it now, I feel like that would be much more of an impact, because that's reflecting back on their childhood friendship. Which is, like, yeah. basically being, like, oh, he's acknowledging the fact that, like, they were friends at one point, and he's using this, like, one memory as a like yeah no like this is a good Mm -hmm. thing i like this like that i feel like would have such a bigger impact than being like oh his name is kachan that's that's his hero yeah it's just like why i i hope he doesn't go with kachan because he doesn't like being called kachan by anyone else he yeah nobody can call him kachan like the, okay, Kaminari has called him a couple times (laughs) that's just because he's being a little shit like well he can yeah he can get away with it but yeah He's, he's doing it yeah. to, like, antagonize him. Like, Midoriya yeah, is the only him. one that, like, actively calls him Kachan for, like, mm-hmm. a reason. And yeah. he's, yeah. like, he's he hates it. He's calling him Kachan until they're, like, adults. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But, like, yeah, because this is, like, he kind of just, like, puts up with Midoriya calling him that. Because it's one of those things yeah. where it's, like, he's he's kind of a creature of habit. Where it's just, yeah. like, he could tell Midoriya to stop, but then he'd have to deal with, like, getting used to him calling him Bakugo. And I don't think he can handle Ugh. Midoriya yeah. calling him Bakugo. That sounds wrong. It, it does. Weird. It's, like, the same thing. Like, uh, Bakugo calls Deku, Deku. Yeah. He yeah, never calls him Midoriya. And, like, yeah. Deku's whole thing with that, like, of course, like, Kachan gave him that name, but he reclaimed it. Yeah. Into like right. being like strong and whatever, and so whatever Otaku said, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like uh, Ma- oh, what was it Midoriya? Like him and Bakugo. Like Bakugo's acknowledged the fact that like it's not an insult to him anymore. He just it, it it's just such a a hard habit for him to break because he's always right. called him Deku. Yeah, because like, they were kids when they came yeah. up with that. Yeah, obviously, yeah. like that's a cute little thing kids say. But yeah. you know, you don't really grow out of calling your childhood friend like, like a childhood nickname yeah. yeah well that's that's also why it's just like it's I, I like i can't imagine midoriya calling him anything other than kachan like i can't like, right. it, just, it just feels it, weird yeah it just yeah. feels weird because he's always called him that yeah right. but also the person to find out kachan's fucking the yeah, first like, person you're telling <laughs> who do you guys think it'll be because there's a couple well like, oh like what what his pro name would be yeah, like, yeah, who's going to tell first? I feel like, so, my, my big thing is that if they ever find Best Genus, 100%, yeah. he would be the first one that he yeah. would tell. Because yeah. he, because yeah. uh, Bakugo told him 
that back when he was interning under him that like yeah. when he came up with a pro hero name like he best genius was going to be the first one to find out now if let's say there's the off chance that he is dead because right now we still don't know where best genius is we have no idea where the fuck he is yeah um, i think the last time we saw him he was in like a bag or something yeah oh, god <laughs> what this is not good because like yeah because he was hang on i haven't seen he, he I, i'm pretty yeah because I, I, I remember no he was kidnapped wasn't he i, I think it was hawk that brought him to the agency i think not like the the villain agency or like the hero agency i think i, I don't remember I, let me i, I gotta be somewhere real, though, i jumped around a lot after chapter uh after the joint hero training yeah it's like I read the joint hero training and then I stopped and then I read the Todoroki family drama thing after yeah. the um, dumbass trio internship. Yeah. And then that's <laughs> when I started reading again, like chapter by chapter. Yeah, so I, wa- I want to say, because it's like he went missing and then I think it was like he went missing because like the villains were holding him hostage or they like kidnapped him or something like that. I can't. It. Yeah, I was. It's, yeah, it's no. honestly, it's been it's been a hot minute since we've seen anything with Best Genus, which is why I'm like, I don't yeah. I don't remember where he's at. I don't know what's happening to him. He was left. Last scene, because the last panel that I can find, because I saved it, because I knew someday we were going to talk about this, and I knew I had to keep it in the back of my mind somewhere. (laughs) He was with Hawks, and Hawks was in his apartment, and then Hawks is, like, asking him, let me see. He's talking to him about, like, like some sort of sickness that he has, I think. I don't know. Missing lung. I don't know. I don't know. Does he have a missing lung? Did, Did that happen? I can't I mean, remember. I yeah, I, I I couldn't tell you honestly. It's yeah, I I, again, it's it's been a hot minute since anything with Best Genius. I don't remember much about him, which I feel bad about because he seems like a cool hero, but yeah, he's, he he's he just really not brought up except for like these like very crucial like points here and there, and that's it. My first watch through back in March <laughs> of the series, I clowned on him a lot just because his character design is so <laughs> yeah. fucking funny, and then, yeah. like, and then he got yeah, absolutely up and i was like oh god i'm so, so sorry if i ever said anything and then it just got worse yeah it just I remember. kept getting worse and now we can, now we're here i remember um, you like sending like snaps over snapchat you're just like look at this stupid ugly like what the fuck is he wearing and then like two hours later you're just like oh god why did i talk shit i'm so sorry i didn't mean anything yeah, it's like oh fuck i'm so sorry and then the next episode happened i was like oh god i'm so sorry <laughs> so yeah. um he lost one of his lungs and in the fight against all okay. okay that's what i thought because yeah. in this panel that i've pulled up um it's from i don't remember what chapter it is because i just have it as saved as like a screenshot on my phone it says um hawks is over at his apartment and he's like asking him if he had help from recovery girl and um he's like recovery girl can't recover something like that and he says even with a missing lung we humans can continue to live i'll probably go public with this soon there are many awaiting my reformation and hawks gets this look he says i see Hmm. and then that's quite unfortunate and he's holding a feather like a sword oh i don't like that i don't remember that at all oh my god that's that's what happens Oh, fuck. Yo, please, Hawks, come on, don't be like this man. Like Hawks. I was, we were all I think the last for time you. we've seen him. He was in some sort of body bag, and he Oof. was obviously with Hawks. Uh, <laughs> don't like so that. So that's canon. That's what happens, and I think that's 
I don't know if he's alive or if he was just stunned or Damn. so like oh my gosh so like the top 10 heroes are just slowly being just like fucked up yeah well I think that's what I'm hearing that's that was kind of like the the league's goal though is that they wanted right. to tear down yeah. the all the heroes especially like the top 10 for sure because they're yeah. kind of the ones that people are turning to now since All Might's gone, especially with like Endeavor and Hawks. So with them all getting fucked up and like all either losing limbs or dying or almost dying kind of shit, it's just like, man, they're not going to have anybody to rely on is kind right. of what they're trying to go off of. And then there's Class yeah. 1A. So, you know, it just... <laughs> mm-hmm. Class 1A is taking the brunt of everything. Yeah, they're getting thrown into this way too early, way before they're any of them mm-hmm. are mature enough. Well, that's that was uh, that's Aizawa's whole thing is that he thinks that right. they're too young to get involved in a lot of what's happening right now. It's just it's inevitable though. Like it just have, like, it fucking... happens. It's just like yeah. desperate times yeah. for desperate measures, which includes desperate like times. hiring fifteen year olds, hiring fifteen year olds, putting them on the fucking front lines. Yeah, like, Tokiyami and Kaminari. Oh yeah, God. and then like Tokoyami. Oh yeah. my god. Holy shit. Dude, fucking Tokoyami, man. Like, like he is such he's, a good kid. He he's deserves more of a spotlight. And I hope this kind of like leads into more of like a character arc for him. Yeah. Which is very unfortunate. God, so like, oh my god, I'm so mad that you guys haven't seen the the second My Hero movie because there's so much I want to talk about oh, that I know. ties back it's to that. I got into My Hero the week before quarantine started. <laughs> I know, but I like, watched the yeah. first season probably like three days before quarantine started back in March, and I'm like, well, this is great. <laughs> I was planning on going to ASIN and spending all my fucking money on shit that I probably don't need, but Dude, that, fucking... that ended up not happening. Listen, so all I'm all I'm saying is, in three days, the DVD for My Hero, the second film, <gasps> drops. So really, yeah. Really? So oh I'm gosh. so here's oh, my thing. I'm, I'm probably I'm probably gonna buy it. We'll have a movie night, and then we'll cry right. collectively. Okay. Because let me it. tell you, if this yeah, mo- no, this I'm film emotionally destroyed me, it. it destroyed me so yeah. badly. I know uh, some of what them. happens. Yeah. Spoilers were kind of inevitable after, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, well, that's why it's just like I don't want to bring any of it because I don't know what stuff you guys do know and what you don't know based off of the second yeah. film. Like, yeah. So that's kind of where it's I feel just... like yeah, I feel like we shouldn't talk about it too heavily because it is there is a lot that happens and that's yeah. something you just need to experience just like by watching the movie. I yeah. will I will say though the the time in which the movie is placed is supposed to be farther than where the anime is right now. So I would yeah, say it, it's time yeah, timeline wise it's I think they they've changed the statement so so it's somewhere between like season five and season six of where the anime okay. would be at is is what mm-hmm. they're saying where the second film is placed. Wasn't it like okay. after volume twenty six or something? No, no, no. We're like on. We're on twenty seven was... right now. Yeah. Okay. It's supposed to be. I think they said it was supposed to be sometime after volume twenty nine. I think is what they okay, said. Okay. Like, what, what were twenty nine or thirty roughly is what they were saying. Yeah. Um. But yeah, because it's it it's because we it, it's like there's stuff in the movie that ties back to stuff that's happened like either gear or certain characters are mentioned or like certain events have already happened in the past kind of things like that so Mm -hmm. there's things that we know of in that that are going into this film and also it's like uh you know i guess spoiler alert for that hawks is in the movie that's yeah yeah Yeah. so it's just sort of like so it has yeah so it has to be like after season four because we're not introduced Mm -hmm. to hawks until season four 
So yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Yeah. That was the movie trailer. Wasn't that Hawks's like first anime appearance technically? Yeah, that was his debut yeah. appearance base after the rework that was done with him. Yeah. Because um, he originally looked very similar to uh, Tokoyami, and then they end up redoing his whole appearance because he they they just didn't like it, or at least I think Horikoshi didn't like his appearance, mm-hmm. so he yeah. completely redid what he looked like and then debuted him again in the manga later. Um, yeah. But yeah, so he's he's in the film, and there's stuff that's happening that you would only know if you read the manga, which is why I thought it was really weird. Right. But then. When you realize that the movie is supposed to be like an alternative idea of like what the ending of the series would have been, it kind of makes more sense. Because, oh, interesting. Yeah. Is so, it canon or is it not? It's not canon. It's so originally okay. what it was is that the the second film is Horikoshi's original idea of how he wanted to end the series that he ends up okay. scrapping. So okay. he it, so he's like so it has some certain ideas that I have that I want for the ending of the series, but I've we've worked to them so it's not the same and there's events that happen in the movie that don't happen in my new ending for what i want for the series anymore so this is kind of like if i because he was originally going to plant like end it after like 30 volumes i think was his thing like 30 volumes was supposed to be the cutoff limit now he's kind of like changed his idea on it i think is what it was so the second film was supposed to be like, oh yeah, this is what the, the the 30th volume would have been. Like, this is kind of my idea of like how I think it would have gone down. Right. With right. some That's ulti- Yeah, so it's like some stuff, some of the writing and stuff got switched around because since there were still certain elements he wanted to keep, he, they had to like rework it. So it's like similar to his ending idea, but not completely on par. And then he ended up scrapping the whole thing anyway and making up a new ending. So right. it's, gotcha. yeah, so it's it's not canon. It's just sort of an idea of like, here's how we think the ending would have been if we stuck with this kind right, of right, route. Right. Okay, okay. I gotcha. yeah. It's just like a fun thing to watch pretty much. Just like yeah. a fun what if. Yeah, it's, just, it's like a fun what if sort of situation of just like, you know, like if this is the route we end up taking, how do you think it would have gone down? And he's just like, yeah. well, good, for, good you asked that question because here is an entire <laughs> film to explain how I think yeah. it would have gone down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Has it dropped yeah, we... digitally yet? Um, as far as I know of, no. I think some people have managed to find it digitally though because I know it's leaked on the internet somewhere. It's probably yeah. on Pornhub. Knowing Pornhub, Ooh. it's probably on there. <laughs> yeah. Wait, we've, 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 we've looked this. for it. No, <laughs> I've oh, tried yeah, you, for it because you, you forced for me to. Yeah, I I didn't force you. We we just wanna. bullied you in the chat, you and then you decided to. It, to do... So that's technically forcing my hand. <laughs> we bullied you in a Discord chat. You could have just you know closed Discord and completely ignored it. Okay, but like I want to see the movie. Look, <laughs> <laughs> you were like, wait, it might be on porn. Listen. I'm like, if you saw, if you saw two heroes, or no, two heroes. What was the first one? What was the first one? Yeah, two, was heroes. It two heroes. Yeah, because yeah, it's two heroes, two and then heroes, heroes, heroes Rising you... is the second film. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. then like if the first movie was on there, well, there's got to be a chance the second one's on there. I know people watch anime on there, and then I looked for it, and then I ser- it had to narrow my search four times, and nothing came up. But you don't want to know what I've seen. I don't yeah. want to know. We don't no, want to know. Fucking, uh, yeah, so it's it's been, it's probably leaked online, because I've seen a couple people who said that they've been able to watch it. It does come out on DVD, yeah. though, on the 15th, so in, like, three days from yeah. now. But, will it be, um, like, on Netflix or something? Um, I probably don't know if it will not. Be. Yeah. Okay. There, yeah. You might have a... Ch- be on Crunchyroll. 
you might have it's... the chance that if it's not on Crunchyroll or Funimation, um, it might be like up to buy digitally somewhere on like another website. That's Maybe so like hot. Amazon Prime. I'm yeah. guessing. Maybe. Um, especially if it has the English dub available. Oh yeah. Right. Which the which okay. By the way, uh, so I, I originally saw the movie in um, sub because I that's just like my yeah. preference watching the sub. Yeah. Right. However, Obviously. the dub the dub for the film also slaps very well. They did a fantastic really? job. Yeah, the dub is actually really really good. So yeah. I, I I think it's because you get a lot more of a like emotional range with the right. film because it's supposed to be like oh no it's like the ending of the series blah 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 kind of thing. So right. the character's a lot more emotional. Um, right. And I think the voice actor has just had way too much fun with that. <laughs> like <laughs> you... Robinson's in it. Huh? Yeah. I love that guy he's great yeah, yeah. No, I, um, I actually do prefer watching anime movies in english just because it's so much usually happens especially like in action movies and yeah. you don't want to be reading the subtitles and like watching the animation and watching the action yeah and so yeah the uh there there are certain characters in the dub that is just like that's not how i imagine your voice but also like I, I kind of played devil's advocate because there's people in the sub where it's just like, I don't like the voice that they gave you, this this one particular <laughs> character. Right. Um, but it's also just easier for me because it's like being like partially deaf, like just reading the subtitles. So much easier. Mm-hmm. It's just so right. much fucking easier. I understand right. what the hell is going on because sometimes, yeah. especially like tense situations, the characters talk really fast and especially Midoriya. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. kid, you got to slow down. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> Yeah. Like, <laughs> please stop muttering, that's how, please. That's, how, that's why he pisses off Bakugo. Yeah, I'm just like, I gotta <laughs> drop the speed down to like 50% because you're talking too fast and I have no idea what you're saying. There are certain characters that I really like in the dub. Like like I said, Xena Robinson. can't remember her name, but the voice actress for Mirko. Yeah. Like, I've seen the clips for them of the in the dub and I enjoy them a lot. They put on such a really good performance and that's why I really want to see the movie in the dub. Um, I definitely want to see Zena Robinson in action. Oh my god, he's great. He does, yeah, he does a fan fucking job. Fan fucking, fan fantastic. Fan fucking, fan fucking, you say? Stop. (laughs) But also, like his Japanese voice actor is the same voice actor as Shigure. Yeah. From Fruits Basket, and I can't think of a better like. Oh no, he sounding he, character. He nails Bastard, that so well. Like, character. I can go on an, an entire another two hours about Fruits Basket alone. And <laughs> it's like an hour segment. I can go off on that. Maybe another time, but y'all. Maybe another time. Y'all, but, you can't. I, I'm just watching that anime. I have no idea what's happening. Oh my god! Please, please keep watching it. It's so good. I am. I will. I promise. Please do. We've talked about this before. We have. Kelly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kelly. Well, okay. Yeah. I'll just fuck off then. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I know what your thoughts are. <laughs> we've we've been together. We've watched like a few episodes together. Remember the Momiji episode in the first episode? Oh my god, when we were like crying on the floor basically. I was crying on the floor because I knew exactly what was going to happen and I know exactly that's what made me sob as a kid, not to go into Fruits Basket on My Hero podcast, but that's what made me sob as a kid and then it was like RTX, I was like, oh god, this is the week we're we're seeing this episode. I know, we were like... So I set everybody down in our Airbnb, put it on the big screen because there was a TV in there and everybody was just like, why is this so fucking sad? I remember this. It was super Super sad, and like me and Laura are sitting on the floor, just like yeah. trying to like not Stop. cry because we're both just like, oh my god, it's this episode, like, and everyone else is just oh like, god. man, this is just depressing. Like, they're like, this is so depressing. Why are you?
rewatching this, and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, they made this way sadder this this time around. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Anyway, not to go off on a fruits basket tangent, but yes, Shiguri <laughs> having the same Japanese voice actor as Hogs. Like the energy, it's like the same energy. Dude, no, I can't think of anybody better, honestly. The, yeah, the thing that yeah, I think really is good. so funny is that, like, going off onto uh, tying this all back to the beginning with Haikyuu, uh, the voice, the the Japanese voice actor oh. for Bakugo. <laughs> plays a ca- one of like my favorite characters in Haikyuu yeah. and I'm just like a core but it's like he's such like a different per- like he's still got like the temper kind of thing but he's like they're, they're similar but they're very different at the same time yeah and it's yeah. so fucking funny because like Nishinoya is just this such like this like he he's kind of like the flirt character where he's just like yo let me look at those girls over there okay guys I got this just give me like five minutes all right yeah. just like <laughs> Meanwhile, he's like five one or something. Yeah, he's like the God. shortest character in the whole team. God, like he's such a good character, and it's just, <laughs> but oh. it's just so funny, like comparing him to like to Bakugo. Voice actors, dude. Just the range on these voice actors. Yeah, the the range. It's it's fucking crazy. It, it's mm. so crazy. All right, so Kelly, what what else is it, what else is in your uh, notes? Oh, what should I consult to... my list? Consult the list. <laughs> I have theories. We talked about the video game a little bit. Talked about hit cannons, the movie. Oops, haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Shinso part. You know um, what? You know what's a what? what my my favorite things that have come out of TikTok is the uh, the one justice like guess like the guessing game that they do with the characters on the character screen where they'll be like, let's say it's like the Disney edition where it's just like, who's the one that drove the van the entire time? Who's the person that buys Mickey ears oh, first? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I keep seeing shit like that, and it's so fucking funny. You are just, like, the king of finding TikToks. Yeah. I love I love the My Hero TikToks, because some of them are just... They're so fucking funny. Like, I, there was one... I don't remember the name of the person who made the TikTok, and I feel really bad. But she's basically... Like, she's pretending to be, like, the different characters. And so she'll be, like, Class 1A versus Class 1B. And they're just like, all right, our strongest versus your strongest. That, yeah. I and then they're that. just like, or our idiot versus your idiot <laughs> and then they're just like yeah and so they get the fucking whatever the hell his name is from class 1b the blonde uh copycat Nieta. guy yeah they'll get him and they're just like and they're like all right you're up idiot and he's just like man fuck you guys and then class 1a is just like you're ready and it's just kaminari he's just like yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah bitch let's go yeah bitch let's go oh, i love her so much i've seen like a few of our other tiktoks for my hero and she's just- She's really funny. <laughs> I was laughing at the one that you sent like weeks ago. The one where it's just like Bakugo on his way to kick Monoma's ass. Yeah. <laughs> like, the different characters like Denki's filming it. Kirishima's warning a teacher, and like Midori's like writing down notes about the fight. Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> I that's what I laughed about that TikTok for like on and off for like a good hour when you sent it. And like I was in call with Laura at the time, and <laughs> I was just replaying it. Do you guys remember? Remember the the TikTok where it's just like uh what what the my hero characters names would be if it was a like four kids like English dub. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I don't I know. Written all that stuff down because that was quite a list. That that was probably one of my favorites because we went on Wait. about that for like for so fucking long because it was so stupid. Where it's just like this guy definitely an Alexander. You can't tell me any other. <laughs> Wasn't Bakugo Kyle? Yeah, Bakugo was Kyle. (laughs) 
I dub <laughs> thee a Kyle. I dub thee a Kyle. And like, I'm trying to remember Kaminari. It was like Sean or something. I don't know. Yeah, Kaminari? it was. Oh god, I can't remember now. He he got it I was some kind of. I can find it. Hang on. Probably. <laughs> I just, I remember it was like some like college dorm like fuckboy name or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just That's so it. fucking funny. Oh, some, someone was, oh, hang on. I gotta find it. My favorite was uh, the Jiro one. It was like, oh, yeah. Sam or Samantha. She goes by Sam. Yeah. Oh, no, it was Ash. It was Ash. Oh, oh yeah. Her name was Ashley. Was, she goes by Ash. Yeah. Someone else was Sam. I can't remember now. Hang on, I gotta find it. I think Mina's was something, it was just like, oh yeah, like, Mina's name is Jessica. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, like, it, her name yeah. is Jessica, but don't call her Jessica, you have to only call her Jess. It's suspense. Yes! Oh, is it? Did you find it? <laughs> hang on, hang on. I got, yeah, I got it. Well, this yes. is great for an audio podcast, anyway. Do you have, like, a link dump uh, for your just... podcast? Um, I don't know, because it's on Spotify, so I don't have a link dump, but if I can put this i'll probably just link like the first tiktok or whatever let me see let me look through this i want to play it but if i if i play the the, the tiktok obs is gonna it, pick it, it up record it. yeah and i'm just like fuck i want to watch it though <laughs> <laughs> i dumb thee a kyle <laughs> um tokiyami was kevin oh that's <laughs> right shinso is isaac <laughs> yeah. isaac it works it works. I hate how it works so much. Okay, Mina was Sam. Oh, Mina was Sam. Okay. Uh, Manoma is it's Brandon. Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> he would, though. He would be a Brandon. Yeah. Like, the thought <laughs> put into these names and these characters. It's amazing. There's, but, yeah. There's definitely some thought put behind this, and I really appreciate it. <laughs> Brandon. Brandon. It's there's like there's like, something with the voice filter. It just makes everything so much funny. There's really like does. there's there's three of these, aren't there? Like I remember oh, I yeah. said I think more I than one. Part two. Yeah. I'm trying to turn down my Chrome so it's not blasting in my ears so you can't hear it. Yeah, the TikTok videos are just like so loud. There's one volume and it's loud. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know Mario is Luke. <laughs> <laughs> It would be a loop. <laughs> it works stupid well. I love it. Yeah, this person—they <laughs> nailed it. Like I don't understand how well they nailed it. But instead of having like a giant solid silence block on your podcast, oh the, yeah, the video game. Oh yeah. I um, firmly believe they're going to include Shinzo at some point. Definitely during season five, though. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I feel like that's—they're—they um, they didn't update the first game as much. I. F- from what I remember, uh, but they are updating the second game like periodically with DLC characters and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. with this next season coming out, I'm big next year. Um, they'll yeah, think... yeah, it, they'll release a... Shinto for his big fancy arc. It's supposed to be, uh, yeah, next year's supposed to be when season five drops, but yeah, because they, they recently the most recent update that they did with One Justice 2 was that they put all the English voice actors in it yeah so now they, and they're like, they just like drop that suddenly or something yeah so now like all all, all the characters in the show have their both their japanese and their english voice actors so you can go mm-hmm. back and forth between the two and yeah and then there's supposed to be uh i think there's like a character dlc that's supposed to drop eventually and i want to say it's like cosmetic drop so it's like okay. there's going to be more like outfit or like color options because you can change to like the different outfits that they wear. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, it, yeah, like change the different outfits and then you can also change the colors of certain outfits. And so, then you can kind of like give them accessories. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I, I've seen them where it's just like somebody will give uh, Shigaraki like a giant like All Might hat. So he has yeah. just like an All Might hat while he's fighting people. My Hero Academia dress up game. Dude, they would make <laughs> no. money from it. <laughs> they would make money from it though. That's the thing. Yeah, they would. Anyway, final parting thoughts for oh. you were. Um, I like My Hero Academia a little bit. Yeah, same. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little. Uh, um, read the manga. It's really fucking good. <laughs> yes, read the yeah. manga. Uh, watch the movies, even though they're not canon. They're just fun. Um, yeah. Yeah, the first one is really fun. I still haven't seen the second one. Yeah. I that in a few days. But the first one is a lot of fun. I think it's a really um, lighthearted kind of take on the kids. Like not, it's not even all the kids even. Yeah, but I think it's I think it's pretty lighthearted. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a good watch. Like when we rewatched it, I was like, oh, I don't want to rewatch the whole series. Maybe I'll just rewatch Two Heroes. Not yeah, Two Heroes. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, and uh, Bakugo's the best character. Uh, <laughs> hey now, wait a minute, wait a second. Shut up! It's my podcast. I can do what I want. <laughs> Shit. It's your podcast, but we are your guests, and I Thank say. You. Todoroki, Kirishima, Shinso, best boys, best girl is Jiro, and Toga. Actually, actually yeah. Oh, wait. Uh... <laughs> okay. I can agree on the Jiro one. Wait, wait, wait. Can we collectively agree, though, that probably one of the best characters in the entirety of that school is Froppy? Yes. 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 <laughs> frog yes. characters. More frog characters. <laughs> Give us the frog. Release the frogs. <laughs> Release the frogs. <laughs> well, Duo, thank you for having us on your uh, funny wee podcast. Yeah, thanks for joining <laughs> me, guys. Even, I asked I you, like... I expecting this to be three hours, but hey, it sure is three uh, hours. Honestly, <laughs> I was. I was expecting this to be a long one, because I, I knew we were going to go off, 100%. Yeah, um, I was actually thinking, I'm like, oh man, is this going to be, like, a two-parter? Because we can really get in there with, with stuff to talk about. Oh, yeah. But, but uh... It, it, it was one of those where I was expecting it, but also it's just like, I really wanted to talk about my hero, and I didn't want to wait for everybody else I knew who was either behind on the anime or like a couple chapters behind on the manga. And I'm like, well, I know two people for sure who are caught up. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations to whoever's listening to this and get got to the end of the podcast. Um, yeah. actually kind of listening instead of just putting on background noise. Congratulations. Thank you. We appreciate it. Uh, follow me on Twitter. <laughs> bastard the transition <laughs> there's been a lot of really great transitions on this episode yeah <laughs> fuck it you know what? fuck it i'm deleting this podcast fuck it oh. <laughs> good self-promote as a guest okay cool <laughs>